And, well, funny bonus clips aside. When last we left our companions here, when last we left Team Team Action Team, or the Hob, I guess is what we decided to go with. We're if the we're, Hob. If we're sticking with that one. Well, when last... Decisions by committee. There you go. <laughs> we were paying a visit to the DMV. We were sleeping, actually, is... I was awake. What was happening, except for Resme. <laughs> Uh, Resme was awake taking her shift on watch and fortunately was just able to notice a few massive sloth-like creatures coming down from the canopy above. So we are actually just heading directly into this. Here is Rinali and Valia because you were kind of all here sleeping. And... I have nothing. This is this this encounter right here has actually been the tipper to me finally buying the actual Age of Ashes bestiary pond box because I have nothing that even remotely resembles a, a sloth that comes in the large size category. So here is a big dr- jungle drakes from earlier. Hey, enjoy. That's what we work with what we have. As you all wake up, you see that Resme is actually playing Cat's Cradle, and you realize that this is what she does on Wash now to keep her spell fingers nimble. And as you wake up also, you see an additional villain point come forth from the chest here. A star a... twinkles out of the sky in the middle of the night. <laughs> you can't call me that. How's the villain incorrect. point pool doing? One better now, probably. Thank you, Grace Dark, Dark Fang. I will absolutely take this immediately to do stuff. You notice you had more than just one in your fingers when you did that. Well, I have three of them total. Oh, okay, this you're fanning my, them out. Okay, stash. I got you. Yeah, I, have, I, got you. I have all of this. Let me I just will take get one. One villain. So, as you awaken and you look up, you see two of them up in the trees above you, up the up the trunk away is about twenty feet up off of the ground. Uh, from where the group of you were sleeping, just suspended from Renali's silk a, a little, like a negligible distance, a few inches above the ground, just to keep you off of where all the insects and the bad things live. Uh, and I believe at the end of last session I misspoke, because, or perhaps, well, we'll go ahead and say that you had only seen two of them at the moment. But as we go to roll some initiative here, there is definitely also a third oh. coming down as well, which is, I guess, a roper, because I have one of those, and it's large. That is, that's that's pretty big. It's got noodly bits coming out of it, so they're like sloth hands. Do, do I have time to recall knowledge since I see them first? You do not. You are... The watch is, is seeking largely, you know, to stop them from grabbing people. I bet you if we stab them, if we stab them they'll leave. So, give me some initiative, everybody. Woo. That's about right. I'm good at this initiative. Do we get the automatic scouting? You. I don't know. That's my feat. Anytime you roll a perception or, uh, or anytime I'm going to roll a perception for, uh, for initiative, everybody else gets plus one. Well, it's amazing that Esmus is so good at this. He can actually keep everyone on their toes while he's literally asleep. Actually, uh, the way I picture it is he's just going, it's coming. Every three minutes while he's in his sleep, he's get ready. He's an incredibly light sleeper. It's, it's possible coming. he actually reacted to this faster than you did. Basically, just, he just, as you were waking his up. restless sleep just makes all of us sleep less well. Is <laughs> there you go. We just all have Ajita. And uh, Rabbot. Hashtag Robbot. I did that last time too. That's right. Robbot. Hashtag Rick because I haven't given one to him yet, and I can't wait to see what silly thing he spends this on. 
<laughs> That's all I spend them on is silly things. That is accurate so far, but we oh. may have an actual situation here. All right, Aspis, the lightest sleeper known to Galarian. Jackson. Yeah. <laughs> What'd you get? Uh, I have a 35. Alrighty. How about Buddy? 33. Alrighty. And Rur? 25. How about Resume? 27. How about two people who are literally asleep react faster than you? Dalren? I told you I was playing Cat's Cradle. Hard one. So I was 16. <laughs> I just sit up, danger, and Buddy just sits up, Esphus is in danger. Yeah, exactly. Dalren just rolls over. Yeah, Five more minutes. Danger can wait. I need So sleep. as you are here in your uh, camp at night. You've got the entire team with you. Uh, Renali is also coming asleep. in with the spectacular 14. Also very, very asleep. <laughs> and Valia <laughs> only with a 33. Hate so, so much. Why? She, she, she has to outdo everyone. She didn't outdo everyone. That's just good. 35. 35. Yeah, that's that's, 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 that's not an outdoing. And then let me get some slots in here. As they descend, we'll start with Roper Sloth. Minus one. Roper Sloth. Roper Sloth has a 32. I got 33. Oh, you got 33. Yeah. We'll stop uh, playing with yarn. Green Dragon Sloth also has a 32. <laughs> He's getting all of his hard 20s out of the way early. And Blue Dragon Sloth. Oh, that's also has a 32. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad that was the initiative and not attack rolls. Well, what are the odds? That seems incredibly unlikely. I rolled the exact Would same thing. Would you like thing me to actually tell you? No, it's okay. Okay. Thinking about it now, though. <laughs> 100%. All right. Esvis. Well, the odds are apparently. Esvis and Valia here sleeping on a razor's edge. You awaken <laughs> to see what almost look like knives or swords perhaps drawn at you. Uh, long, almost foot-length claws reaching down our brown-furred arm from the darkness up above, just barely lit by, I'd imagine, the light spell you probably use mm -hmm. to... Uh, make it so that I can actually see things. Yeah, make so you can actually see things as, as a solid one. Okay, so... Grand. Um... It's, and are they 20 feet up above us? Or 20 are they... feet up above the, the ground, yeah. Above the ground, okay. Yeah, and you're, you're basically at ground level. You're not a meaningful distance up in the silks. You're just off the ground. So, so either, I guess. Okay. Um, well, while still on my back, this worked in the castle. <laughs> so I'm going to try it here. I will <laughs> reach over to my pack real quick and grab a... Grab my bow and knock two arrows real quick. Hunt prey, because <laughs> I can see it. And from the ground, I'm going to use hunted shot. Just kind of like. <laughs> he sleeps. This bow like a teddy bear. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> so, does that give me a penalty to the attack roll being on my being prone or? Uh, I believe prone is a plus uh, minus two to attacks. Yes. Minus two to attacks. Okay. All right. So first attack. You can only really half draw it. Yeah, you can only draw your, your thing so far. That's true. Uh, so my first attack is a 31. All right, a uh, 31 will hit. The thing's just kind of over you reaching down. And the second one, it's probably definitely a miss. 
so that's going to be uh, uh, 18. Uh, 18 is, in fact, going to fly wide. Okay. All right, so two arrows. One just sinks into the one of the long knives that's reaching down for me, and the other one sinks into the paw for a total of seven points of piercing damage. All right, so the first arrow strikes into this hand, uh, just barely able to see up. Uh, they're honestly as high up as they are in the distance that you are from Resume, barely visible up in the darkness. You can see just the glimmering of what appear to be shining teeth. This thing looks pretty massive, whatever it is it's reaching down. It just barely flinches back a bit like it's a thorn in its hand as your arrow strikes. Oh. <laughs> and uh, Valia, awakening, realizing something is very wrong at the sound of alarm, also reaches down to grab her rapier and looks up briefly and sees how far away everything is. And then looking around the group, she sees <laughs> Renali and Talren yes. just laying there, snoring, and she's going to reach over and just shake. Renali! Renali, wake up! Run her attack! And kind of take a defensive posture with her rapier up, really unclear what to do to something up in the trees. Buddy. So I throw back my covers, happen to be totally naked, because it's not <laughs> <laughs> And I Put grab my hat. shield, <laughs> grab my shield, and I jump out of bed, and I'm gonna, uh, I'm going to run and in between uh, Dalren, Esvis, and Rur, and then kind of uh, raise my shield up on top of them, just easy breezy over here, guys. Sorry, miss. Uh, <laughs> and I'll just shield up. So I have my shield. I couldn't. I didn't have any. Yeah, don't, don't have have armor, weapons but... are all over there. You, you, you just... <laughs> There's a reason why the women are on this side. Of the now. <laughs> Here's the worst part. I'm laying down. I have a bird's eye view of I'm everything also, that's going on. I'm also <laughs> crouching over you, so you really have a rough time. <laughs> the sloths are not the only things dangling tonight. I think I'd like to die, please. <laughs> well, as, uh, as Buddy shows up here, this thing's hand flinches back a little bit before it reaches, uh, continues down, trying to reach past Buford's shield towards Esphis as he is laying on the ground. And this claw is going to sweep down between Buddy over you and the arrow strike, and you're going to get a 21. You're prone, so it's flat-footed. Yes, that is that will hit. Uh, and he will, like, what a beautiful little elf down there. I don't know if I really want to be uh, uh, hitting this elf, so I'll try and glimpse of redemption this. And as you run over and, like, kind of illuminates the whole camp of you, its claws, while they were reaching slowly down, as Esphus wakes up and reacts, snatch in a flash, almost like a praying mantis. And it seems like it's, it's so fast it doesn't even get a moment to consider this glimpse before it's already grabbed Esphus, pulling him 20 feet up into the darkness. Ah! <laughs> So this is a minus eight on the damage of this? Uh, yes. Alrighty, it is going to hit you for 21 as it grabs on minus eight, so 13. <laughs> is that with the minus eight? No. <laughs> <laughs> so 13 damage. And as you get pulled up into the darkness towards these glimmering fangs, the thing picks you up, almost hugging you into some warm, 
damp fur, and you just feel jaws close around you. Yum. It's not particularly painful, and it's not nearly as aggressive and quick as the claw swipe. It doesn't feel like it's biting and ripping into you. Uh, this feels closer to what the small bat fiends from mm. the other day had done. Uh, it bites almost gently. And uh, as it does, you are going to become a drained one. And you're going to lose... No. No. They're vampires. vampires. Six max health as it drinks some of your blood. Mm. Iron Man. The other ones nearby are going to reach down for their prey as well. Uh, one claw lashing down towards Rur for a 33. That crits. And as he grabs and picks you up, you are going to take 38 damage. Ugh. And you're going to see Rur disappear up into trees as well as it picks uh, him up. And you're going to feel something very similar. A strange ginger bite and your drained one as well. And the third... Having been reaching down for Buford, as you kind of run off, just turns a little bit to reach for the glowing light source instead. And a claw snatches down towards Resme for a 35. Uh, yeah. Uh, that will crit me. That one's going to hit you for 42. Yank you up into the trees, and you'll be drained one as well. Did it only take her head, or is like did it get the rest of her also? <laughs> oh god! So as three members of your party Are disappear dead. up into the trees, as Resme gets yanked up, the light glow going with her, you can get a better view of what's up there. These creatures, though they look somewhat sloth-like almost seem to be all limbs, barely even having a torso connecting them. Incredibly long legs and arms, sort of awkwardly wrapped around the branches and trunks of trees. Each of them having picked up one of the members of the party to just slowly suck them dry like some kind of massive mosquito through their fanged moth. And again, the light of Resme's magic glimmers uh, shimmering off of their fangs almost like it would swords or armor more than it would something natural. Their hands and feet topped with these foot-long enormous talons that move in a blinding flash when they strike but they're now all kind of just hanging up there Monchin. I am not a Capri Sun. <laughs> Resme. Uh, okay. Uh, Resme was definitely not expecting that. Um, I got some extra grabbed cards for everybody, too. <laughs> um, so, Resume has just been on watch. She was playing Cat's Cradle, having a nice time, woken out of her sleep, and almost killed and yanked up into a tree, is going to give a, a scream of surprise and horror, and then in panic mode is going to cast Shockwave at this thing to hopefully throw it back and throw her out of the tree. Okay. So... Give me your, uh, you got a flat check because your grapples is kind of hard to put the motions in for this. 19. Okay, you're good. Uh, and then, uh, is that a roll for you or a save for me? It's a save for him. All right, what kind of save? Uh, reflex. So as you pull this together and start to cast, you would see this thing that's holding on to Resume 
let go with his mouth and jerk down almost instantly. When these things move, they move in a flash. Hmm. Most of the time, they're relatively still, but their motions are <laughs> explosive. Uh, he's going to get a 21. Not great, because he's holding on to you. going to fail. Okay. Um, And he is going to... Well, um, he's gonna fall prone, and he's probably let go of me. But he's gonna go. He's he's going to go prone. Oh no! He's so gonna he get. Is... He's gonna get flung back and go prone. Does he get? He gets flung back too. Well, he just falls down. He just falls so as down. You, as you blast him with this, as he's kind of hanging out of the tree with a couple legs in one hand, uh, I'm gonna make an athletics check for him here because I know if he's flying, you lose altitude. But he's kind of clinging to a tree here. Uh, he's absolutely gonna lose his grip on the tree. And Resume, as quick as she goes up, with a quick spell and a blast, the light comes back down to the ground with this massive sloth creature as they both crash into the ground. Uh, you are both going to take 10 bludgeoning damage from the fall. Oof. You still I'm, up? Are you out? I'm almost dead. And you're both prone. Cool. Um... She will. He still has you in his hand. He just fell out of the tree. I'm still grappled. He's still grappled. I'm gonna attempt to roll away using his surprise and hitting the ground. I'm hopefully that it's gonna loosen his grip a little right. and just let me roll away from him. And I'm gonna extinguish the lights so that he can't find me. No, nope, never mind. We're not gonna do that. We're just gonna roll away because he can probably Purchase. see me. These nocturnal hunters will never see me now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> never mind. Um. I'm guessing that's an athletics check. Uh, it's athletics or acrobatics or an unarmed strike. You have a lot of options for the escape action, um, actually. That's a 16. Uh, yeah, with a 16, this thing's just so large that it can fit one whole clawed paw almost around you entirely, and it seems near impossible for you and, to struggle And Resume away. looks near dead. Well, falling 20 people do that. No, no, she was, like, near dead before <laughs> they, that. They, they <laughs> like, pretty good. All the, right. the claw's hooked through her collarbone, you yeah. see. And There's a claw coming yeah, coming through yeah. your shoulder. Rur. So just to make sure for the sake of spells, we fought the bat things earlier this same day, right? Yeah. Uh, I can actually figure that out real fast because we can hop back over to the hex map. I believe this is the day after. I think it is the day after. Thank It is, in God. fact, the day after. Thank yes. Saren Ray. <laughs> All right. Uh, recall knowledge first. All right. Um, what is your society? Ten. So these things up here... Why, why can't I find you? See, there you go. Uh, these things up here look, strangely enough... More akin to Charuka than they do to a jungle beast. They, they are humanoid creatures, and though you don't know exactly what they are, they almost seem like a jungle breed of vampire. Uh, they look largely like sloths. They are very, very fast, blindingly quick, tree-dwelling, a tree-dwelling race that is a nocturnal predator who does exactly this comes up from above and uses their incredibly long arms to just snatch whatever prey they have up from the ground. And you don't know a whole lot about them that isn't apparent from what they've done so far. Other than the fact that the only reason there's any real information about them is because their fangs, their jaws, are literally metal. 
Their teeth are cold iron. They're not bone. We're dealing with Charuka vampire hybrids. Things. That's all I really know about them. <laughs> Get away from them. From the <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> and then I'm going Ooh, to attempt lie. to cast command. They hurt! That's a 12. I succeed. I'm going to tell him to put me down and go as far away as he can. Please stop. Please stop. <laughs> put uh, me down first. He's going to get a 23 on his will serve. He succeeds, so I guess he's just going to put me down. Okay, fair enough. Uh, that leaves you one action left. Oh, you recall. Never mind. Yeah. Uh, Dalren, finally awakening to the screams of Resume going up and then back down. Ah. Uh, ah. Uh, what? <laughs> Us. Grab the geese off. Uh, Are you naked too? Uh, no, no, but probably not wearing the armor though. Yeah, <laughs> Just... no, I don't think anyone's got their armor on here. Uh, all right. Uh, so, and he fell down literally right next to me, actually. So. He did. He just. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably what woke you up, realistically. <laughs> so, um, let's see. Uh. All right, get him off resume. That's important. Um, yes, all right. Grab this, no time to get up. Just flip it, rage, stab. <laughs> I sleep with a monocle on. <laughs> Does the monocle have a little nightcap on it? <laughs> no, it's like, it's like a little like shade. Right, okay. He, he, he is prone. But so am I. That's fair, so I guess it's a watch. You're minus two, he's got a minus two. Uh, that's only a two on the die. So that's gonna be. Uh... It's gonna be a reroll. I think it's gonna be. A... <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna really do one of those rerolls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's fair, I guess. Sure, you, I'll let you bully me into that. <laughs> oh, I will roll this stuff. That's a good sign. Good sign. Yeah, actually, that was a good sign. Uh, that's gonna be a thirty-two. Hey, uh, thirty-two. Is that with your prone minus two? Uh, that is without my prone minus two. Okay. It's also without it. his. They do thing. cancel each other out because, like, because if that was with your prone minus two, that's a critical hit. But uh, that just barely won't crit. That's uh, going to connect. Okay, so without my prone because you because it's a, his flat it's a thirty versus his flat footed, right? Right. Because if, if it was that number versus his flat footed, oh, it was a crit. okay. Okay, I got you. I got you. I got you. I understand. So that's going to be 13, 8, 21 lightning damage. A solid blast. As you stab your geese arm through to him. And then, uh, Finale, waking up on the ground here. Probably also to, uh, Resme and a giant sloth slamming down next to her. Startles and stands up immediately, sees you there, and instantly drops her human guise into her spider form and just reaches out for the arm that is grabbing you to bite it right back. Thanks. Nolly is going to get a 27, so she is going to hit, and as she bites into this thing, give me one Thank you moment. very much. Mm-hmm. She bite. She bite. She, she protect. I have her stats open right here. She attack. But most importantly, she want her resume back. I thought you were going to say, we are the snack. She's going to bite him for 14. Nice. And he is going to make a fortitude save against spider poison. Spooters. Which he is going to uh, pass pretty easily. Renali's venom is not really 
anywhere near potent enough to have any kind of proper effect on this uh, this giant creature. But she's biting into it as it's grabbing Resme. And Esvis, you have a buddy over it. Well, he had a buddy over it. He flew past that very quickly. <laughs> Let go of me, you nasty, disgusting... Ugh, just try to acrobatics my way out of okay. its grasp. Uh, for a 31. A uh, 31 will succeed. You will escape, which does then cause you to fall 20 feet back down. Perfectly. To the ground. Perfectly so you can attempt. There is a, an action. This is just a basic action, actually, to gra- uh, grab an edge. It's even a reaction, so it doesn't even take one of your actions hmm. to attempt to grab a part of the tree as you're falling to stop from falling all the way down to the ground because it's a massive jungle canopy. You've got plenty of stuff to grab onto here. Okay. If you so wish. Yes, I'll, I'll spend the reaction to do and that. And that is a reflex save. Okay. That's a pretty cool mechanic. We've never dealt with that one before. Yeah, it actually hasn't come up yet. So um, just r- after managing to kind of kick off of this, kick out of this thing, grip, just trying to reach over towards uh, another part of a tree to latch on and slow my fall. Uh, 18. Um, it's a pretty thick jungle canopy, honestly, so finding something to grab onto is not terribly difficult. So with an 18, before you fall too far, about... 10, 12 feet up above the ground, you'd be able to catch yourself on a branch, uh, leaving you with two actions left. Am I still technically in melee with this thing? Uh, you you could fall far enough. It's up to you whenever you wanted to grab a branch because it's whenever you would. You have control over that because you're the one who's catching your fall. Okay. Um, I'd if I can, I was gonna try to to get myself to the uh to the to the floor. I wanted to not. I'll catch myself on a branch to stop. So what I'll do is uh, it's a 10-foot drop. If you fall more than, like, 10 feet, yeah, you're past most of the branches and you're going the rest of the way to the ground. Okay, well, I'll just, as a as an action, I will try to control a descent. I'll spend an action to control my descent down to kind of, like, slide okay, against so the tree. Okay, so, yeah, to grab it and then slide down back to the ground. All right. Okay, Fair so, enough. And now, that, uh, what, how far does light extend so I still have low light on this thing? Uh, uh, the flight extends 40 feet, so he reach. would, yeah, he would, well... Reach doesn't affect where your light yeah, oh, So sorry, he, he would, they would be on the very edge of what she's uh, illuminating, and your low light would let you see them perfectly fine. Okay, that's fine. Then uh, then with this prey, I am going really to... Cast it on yeah, just casting away. range is what it does, oh, not that's area right. of effect expand. Right. I'm going to skirmish strike, so I'm going to shoot and step. Try to get or try to get his back away from this thing as I can. Just <laughs> casually step on Dalren. And act nearly, nearly step on Dalren as <laughs> lightning crackles behind me. So I'll take a shot. Uh, 31. 31 will hit. All right. This is one of the unfortunate things about volley. Mm. For 13 points of piercing, just put it right back in the paw that had me. <laughs> Stop it. He's slowly drawing a happy face in his paw. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Valia awake now with also a target that is laying on the ground and flat-footed to her. Uh, immediately doesn't even really seem to react to Renali's transformation. She's in go mode, and she is locked in in a target here. She is going to lunge forwards towards this fallen creature. And she is going to lash out with her rapier. And she is going to get a 32, which versus this flat foot, it is going to critically hit. Hey, she's standing up. She is not prone. 
And that strike. Another d6. Should get stabby up in here. Uh, rapiers are uh, rapiers deadly. Deadly, yeah, they're deadly. Yeah, they're deadly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. in here too. I'm gonna poke it. That's five what she dice does. right now. That's a lot okay. of dice, man. So that's ten. That's seven. So that's seven. Almost as many as I do on a fireball. The eight doesn't double. So that's twenty-four. I just rolled all the. Uh, uh, that's the fourth. Okay, that's twenty-four. The sixteen minus is d eight. So twenty-four plus sixteen is forty. All right. So <laughs> she's like the math. Rogue crits. Because like all these because sneak attack multiplies. So like all these these sixes and her base damage multiplies, but this eight on the d eight doesn't multiply. So she's gonna stab it for forty damage as she steps forward. Woo! Nice. Which is just actually still not going to be enough to stop this writhing creature here. So she's gonna strike it again. Do it. Uh, the second swing, much less effective. Uh, and after putting her all into this one solid strike, the second one is just going to kind of catch some skin, not really doing much of anything. Uh, and she looks around and sees the situation to the right of her. What, what are these things? How many are there? There appears to be three, and it's one too many. Buddy. Uh, I'm going to uh, see Resme's down. She looks really bad. I'm going to uh, rush over to her, reaching an arm down, lay on hands, uh, just to try and sew up some, like, gaping wounds across her chest. Why are you naked and touching me? <laughs> no, sorry, miss. Uh, don't worry about it. Uh, don't tell Bonnie. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm going to crouch over her with my shield. <laughs> Sloth still has his hand around her, but you can't. Yeah, I'm gonna try and just like try and kind of. All right. So how much does that does that heal? <laughs> Twelve. Is it uh? Is it not eighteen now? Um, it's just heightened plus heightened one. Tight, it's be a third level. You're fifth. You're six. It'll be a third level. Oh, right increases now. by six. Okay, okay. okay so yeah. yeah, so you get eighteen yeah, health 18. back. Oh, nice. Uh, it also give you a plus two to your AC, I believe. Yeah, next round you get nice. plus two to your AC, but only for one round. It will never heal the mental trauma. Uh, you, you still have an action left if you're running over. Uh, no, left. because I shielded. Oh, but That you was the crowd, yeah. All right. And then the uh, the sloths here. Facing this attack, this sloth is going to let go of Resme and turn its attention to Valia. And it immediately just opens its maw as it's still on the ground, kind of scrambling to upright itself. Lurching up like a some horrific, lanky creature looming twelve feet over, bites with its jaws as it writes as it writes itself. And he is going to get a thirty-seven, and he's going to crit her right back. And I'm going to try and wedge my shield in between them uh, with the shield warden. Okay, well, what does that do? I don't remember exactly. Uh, it is a. It's just a shield block. Oh, so you're just for blocking. Shield block yeah. for other people. Okay. Yeah. So, as so, it bites. And then I take the damage. As you reach over and, it, and kind of throw yourself in front of all of you here, it's going to bite for 24 damage. Okay. Huh. Its um, cold iron jaw is actually managing to rend through your shield decently well. Okay. Um, so, how much was that again? Sorry. It was 24. 24. Okay, so I take 10 less. 
And then it is going to uh, clearly pretty desperately injured shoot back up into the trees and out of sight in a near instant. Disappearing completely into the darkness of the canopy above. Uh, Burr, you are still being held on to, aren't you? Yes. So this thing is going to just kind of continue... Command. All right, command. It's just going to drop you. All right, so you're just going to fall through the trees. Uh, you can attempt to grab a branch as well, or you can just drop all the way to the ground. Yeah, I mean, might as well attempt. Yeah, go for it. No reason not to try. Uh, it's acrobatics, right? Reflex. Uh, reflex. Reflex. Oh, even better. That, not a joke. That much better. <laughs> uh, that is a 22. All right, so, so you I'm can... going to pull the Espus, catch myself about 10 feet down, and drop the rest of the way. Well, the, the drop, dropping and climbing down later is, uh, is like an action for, for your turn. Yeah. If you want to catch yourself and just drop, you're still going to take five fall damage and land prone. Uh, not Yeah, I'm catching myself for now. So yeah, so you're hanging on a branch here. Not going to smack into the ground. He's just going to reach back down. He wasn't done with that yet, please, sir. Uh, he is going to get a 34. That is a crit. So as he is not... Oh, it is still above you. It is absolutely still above you. So it's just going to smack back down like a praying mantis again. A flash of claws dealing 42 damage to you as well and snatching you right back up into the tree. So I'm unconscious now. Sna uh, snatching your unconscious body right back up into the tree. And then the last one which is also not currently grabbing anyone because Esphus has gotten uh, managed to get free is going to climb down the trunk a ways, coming down closer to you before it just swipes kind of wide with its clawed arm, trying to pick you back up as well. It's going to get a 30. Uh, that will hit. And this, woo, this little swipe's actually going to do nine damage to you. <sighs> but it is going to grab you again. Okay. So it's now down with its just on the trunk of the tree, near the ground, hanging on with its legs in one arm and hanging on to Espis with the other. Resme. Um, Resme, uh, seeing the... Can I see that Rur is unconscious in his arms, or is he too far up? Well, realistically, you'd see him drop down and grab a branch, and, just, and he just disappears back up to the edge of the uh, light. You have low light vision. Right? Yeah. So you would probably be able to make out just barely at the edge of what you can see at all that Rur's just gone limp in this thing's hands. Um, I'll yell out, Rur's in trouble! And then um, she'll uh, focus her eyes in and uh, whisper Temporis. And that um, energy of slowed air will uh, blast out at this thing. And then the one holding Rur is going to get a 28 on his will save. That is going to pass, but he will still be slowed one for one turn. All right. So he will still have one less action next turn to hopefully not beat on Aurora as much. Um, and then Resume on the ground will go, ah, block us, and will shield herself. Darren. Oh, goodness gracious. Uh, he'll kind of spin up to his feet. Kind of scan in the air. Uh, that one that went up into the trees will probably come back down. 
Um, but in the meantime, so Dalren is going to have to try to go get Rur. Um, this thing is 20 feet up in the air. Oh, 20 feet up. Okay. Uh, up a trunk, yeah. I have a geese arm. Okay. That can trip and has a nice hook on the end of it with a 10-foot reach. Okay. So if I can kick off the tree, I might make enough height with my overhead swing to try to hook this thing and yank so, it. So I'll vertical, let you tell me about that. You cannot superhero jump natively in second edition. Mm -hmm. You can do some crazy logs. We found this out in Extinction Curse because the jumping mechanics can't pull out from Wizard Men. Um, it is a flat... Very disappointingly yeah. short. You can jump. You can clear three, three feet. Three feet. Is mm -hmm. how high vertically you can jump. And you can attempt to double that to jump six feet with a flat DC 32 athletics check. Okay. So... So, Dalren... However, you only need to make it 10 feet. So I'm going to say, Dalren is about six foot three high, and he's his arms over his head. That might get him another couple reach, feet, and I have a 10 feet. feet. So, yeah, you've only got to get up a little bit. So, so, I might be able to do it just with a straight jump if you want to just add up height and reach. Give or me... You can just have me roll dice. And uh, I think... Uh, <laughs> I like dice better than math. Okay. Because you run the kick <laughs> off this tree. Give me an athletics check, because you really don't have to get that much height. Uh, that is a 26. I would say for your running, kick off the tree, high jumping, and one slash is three actions. A 26 would get you high enough to take one swipe at this thing. I'll try it. And I'm not trying to do damage. I'm actually trying right, to trying yank to it out of the tree. All right. So athletics versus it's four DC. Hey, that's not bad. So with striking geese arm goes to 33. A 33 will succeed Oof. and as you reach up and hook this thing to pull it down from the tree just like the first one this creature and Rur are going to come crashing down to the ground and uh the fall damage to Rur is gonna bring you dying three dying three. Oh god <laughs> you went down to a crit and you see his body just slam into the ground. Uh, oh god, oh god, oh the god. The thing's oh god. still kind of holding him. He does not look alive. It's okay. Necessarily. It's okay. So, Rinaldi, as this thing lets go of Resume quickly turns to the uh, the party here. Asanbosam! They are tree bloodsuckers! They hunt in packs! There could be many more! And is going to move away from this. <laughs> and Bye, run over Brian. towards the pile of people <laughs> over on the general side. Color and Fundere! And cast up a wave of iridescent rainbow shimmering energy across the sloth on the ground and up towards the Asan Basam in the tree. But it's going to fall just short. And this little lad here. Ooh, you rolled a one. It's a natural one. Nice. On its will save against the color spray. That said, this is the first time it's actually come up in this campaign. Uh, well, and I think all of our second edition, which is the incapacitation trait, which is a really cool trait that I like a lot. But it means that's only going to be a regular failure because he is too strong to be so incapacitated by a simple color spray, by simple first-level magics. 
But the nat one is going to mean he does fail. Hmm. So he is going to be uh, stunned. And as this wave washes over him, the sloth letting go of Rur kind of flops almost listless and limp itself on the ground. Kind of seemingly dead for the moment. Uh, but Renali, quick! He is only dazed! Esphus. Okay. I'm going to free action, just drop my bow, and I'm near my pack. Can I interact and reach over and grab my rapier? Yeah, you still are exactly where you started, so I okay. mean, you can just grab your stuff. All right, so I'm going to grab my rapier, and so I'm going to I'm going to attempt to just stab away. So first stab uh, for uh, 24. 24 will hit. Okay. So you are... Oh, yeah, he came down to you, right? Yep. You have a grab card, do you feel left Yes, out? I do. I okay, have, cool. have grab card. <laughs> I'm loved. <laughs> uh, ten points of piercing just straight in and out of the arm, and then I'll take a second attack. I'm going to spend a session reroll on that. Because we need some damage, and I don't like being a Capri Sun. <sighs> One better, really? That's what you give me? That um, is an improvement. That is better. Technically, yes. Categorically better. Uh, 19 armor class. Uh, 19, that second strike is not going to make it. Okay, and that's the end of my turn. Valia, having seen this thing disappear, is also going to move over with Rinali. And seeing this thing, although it's kind of it's prone, it's on the ground, it's still a massive, hulking almost kind of woozy, waving pile of limbs on the ground. And uh, the other one... Oh, right, you can't have him the tree, so he actually had the color space save as well. But she's going to critically succeed, which is... Do why. I need to make it, because I'm in the path? He sh she shot it up. They're so big that she oh, okay. can shoot it up over the, the heads of you guys. Uh, Valia looking at this, rapier in hand, kind of quickly turns between the two of them, like she's contemplating something. Get to her now! And just puts her rapier to her side. I can't help him! But I can stop them. And pulls her head back, takes a deep breath, and blows out a cone of freezing wind. A visible icy blast that washes across them, crystallizing across the trunks of the trees, out past as far as the group of you can even see in the distance. Okay, wasn't expecting that. And Sloth Uno is going to succeed. It's saved. Slot those are going to succeed as well, so they're both going to take half. And they are each going to take... I guess I could just roll it 3d6 instead of 66, that's half. Uh, they are each going to take 9 cold damage as this blast washes over them. Buddy. She does, similar to the color spray, can shoot it right over you and still hit these things because they're so large. Okay. Uh, I'm going to... Uh, and it, uh, my pack is, is where Valia was, right? Right. Your pack is like a squirrel, a step away from you. Okay, so can I reach down and uh, draw my medicine kit? Yes. Uh, I was down south. Oh. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then I will move over to her. Right. As you rush in, the sloth 
up that disappeared into the trees does not immediately make any show of returning. Uh, and you can see where it's left. There's a pretty good amount of dark, sticky blood been loosed from this thing, especially on where Bali just stabbed the Jesus out of it. It doesn't come back immediately. Brewer has had a particularly bad time. And what did you... That's think? a three. I haven't even... Yeah. Fucking slow, slow yourself, comrade. You are... I guess we already are, are aware of what's going on here. You've been brought down. You went down to a critical hit for dying two and then dropped onto the ground for dying three. And then with the session reroll... You have hero points. Yeah, I used one. No, you used session reroll. Yeah. You can Just spend give him all, all the of hero your points. points to not die. Oh, yeah. so Stabilize. Reroll is counted as part of that, right? No, it's not a hero point. Well, you should give me your hero points. Are you going to roll this? No, you no. I, I thought I forgot about that. I was like, oh, like slow down because there's I, no I was way. asking, is the session reroll counted with I'm taking this? all of your rerolls for today. Yeah, okay. Because I so figured I was going to hand it to you and reroll, but then I okay, reminded I was, me I was that's just making thing. sure. I was like, either, if you want to roll this, go for no. it. But it feels like this is the dying three. Yeah. Here is the most. You should probably give me all of your hero points than anything has ever been. That is uh, the second use of them. That's the first time that's come up. I actually forgot that was a thing. <laughs> I was like, slow down. <laughs> Don't and kill her when you cannot. <laughs> and I forgot, does that automatically stabilize him? It does stabilize him, okay. yes. And in fact, he's not even, uh, he doesn't even incur the wounded condition. Oh, cool. So he is unconscious, but alive. Still very much in danger as he is surrounded by multiple pretty angry slots there. Uh, the one that had grabbed onto him is very much stunned by Rinaldi's magic, not entirely cognizant of what is going on. And it takes him a good moment to really even get his uh, his senses and he slowed back one. around. Stunned and slowed one. But he, uh, yeah, he, but he does come to stunned and slowed one with one action, prone, completely blind from the color spray, <laughs> but just lashes out towards where all of these sounds and attacks are coming from. And uh, he is just going to end up flinging it complete random at somebody who is generally south of him. Uh, I'm going to just roll a d4. It's going to be Dalren. Closest one, most likely one to get swiped here. Makes sense. And first of all, concealment check. Woo! Fails it right there. Yay. Completely blind, a claw swipes, but you're, you're going to be able to avoid it because he's literally just blindly flailing. Uh, the other one, however, that is still holding on to Esvis is going to bite down and suck some more. So you're going to be drained too. Okay. Uh, before releasing you. And you have lost a, a pretty large amount of blood at this point to be actually drained too. They'll just reach down the line and swing this clawed hand at Buford instead. Swipes at you. Uh, I don't know, villain point. That one. From Saiyan Fox 10, you know. He's not allowed to roll once. <laughs> Swiping towards Buford for a 32. Uh, and that will crit. Yeah, he's got no armor. No armor on. He's going to swipe you for 34 damage. Okay. And grab a hold of you. And Rur. 
Chat's not willing to let you go so easily. <laughs> Destro Nets is here to put that hero point right back. And a further one from Ghost of Azan for Dalren for the Reach Weapon tech. Woo! Resume. Um, resume uh, sees that Rur is on the ground still um, unconscious and she just wants to get these things as far away from him as possible. Um, so she is going to come to the side uh, by the tree. Like past Espes? Yep, right there. And I'm going to cast Shockwave out in that direction so it doesn't catch the party, but it catches both of them. I'm throwing a thunderous blast out. I'll make two reflex saves with it. One nearest you is going to get a 37. Well, that's going to critically succeed and, and nothing's going to happen. And the one further back is going to get a 37. Oy. That's also going to critically succeed and nothing's going to happen. These guys are apparently a unit, and what one of them rolls, they all roll. Nice. <laughs> but is this shockwave blasted in here? Yeah, they're, they're just... One is already on the ground and blindly flailing, and the other one is clung to the tree, and neither of them really budges from the force of your magic. Doran. Oh, okay. Progress. Um... Can Dalren, like, straddle Rur just to make it so that anyone who has to go and attack Rur can has to, can, has to hit him uh, first? Since he is pretty much an object at this point, yeah, you can uh, you can step over the top of him. If they really wanted to, they'd still be able to swing at him. But when he gets up, he would just be, if he, or if he just becomes the conscious, he'd just be shunted into another nearby space. Okay, perfect. Um, You're so still a person to me. If he's buddies not straddling you. Is that, um, and so... Exactly what I was planning on doing, so you should really be thankful. (laughs) Dalren wears pants. (laughs) All right. Now then, first this one, uh, and he'll he'll just he, he's just basically gonna hit the thing that's down. It's just just bully it while it's dazed and blind and try to knock it out. Uh, that's a twenty-nine. Twenty-nine will hit. That's uh, twelve. It's a twenty lightning damage. Okay. And second attack. Ooh. Okay, that's pretty good. Twenty-seven. Twenty-seven will also hit. Last 16 lightning damage. Noise. Noise. All right, so you have pretty effectively stacked up 75 damage on this uh, prone slot beast here. At this point, it's writhing on the ground, slowly coming to its senses, being forced to as it's just beaten relentlessly by Dalrin here. Electroshock therapy. And it is looking pretty well injured. Uh, Renali... Is going to take a step, uh, a few steps back from this. Still in her uh, spider guys, looking down to Rur and back to the party, and seeing Buford running over with his uh, his kid, his butt naked. They, they are too strong for my magics. I I do not know what I can do. Don't wander off. They'll pick you up. Don't stare at Buford too long. And uh, with that, she'll step uh, back forward a little closer up next to. Uh, Valia, kind of eyeing her a little like well, Valia had looked at her when she showed her spider face the <laughs> other day. Esmus. I'm going to immediately book it around this big sloth to here so I can be flanking with Dalren. 
And I'm going to take two very quick stabs at this thing, try to shove the rapier straight up through the back. So a 23, not including it's flat-footed. 23 will, will hit. Okay. Will hit it's flat-footed. Will hit it's flat-footed, awesome. This position allows you to get a somewhat hurried strike in. Okay, so nine piercing damage. And then the second attack. Uh, for a 23. 23 will still hit. All right. Uh, for nine more points of piercing, just two quick jabs in go. and out of its back. Both of these sloths at this point look like they are pretty well and pretty well injured. Both are fairly wounded. Uh, one holding on to Buddy and one still writhing on the ground. Valia like almost stumbles forward a bit, kind of seemingly even thrown off balance forward by the, the force of this blast she let forth. And then a raper still kind of off the side, raises up to her mouth. Oh, oh it's very disorienting. Let's. Uh. And takes a second to kind of blink and look at where the slots are. And sees Rur and is going to rush up past him as quickly as she can, uh, finding her footing pretty rapidly as she moves forward before striking down at this prone sloth. I thought you were going to say Rur. <laughs> <laughs> Mercy kill. <laughs> I was evil the whole time. Isn't it also blind still? Uh, I was blind for one round. So it was stopped being blind when realized round. Oh. Turn, came back around. Top 10 Age of Ashes betrayals of all time. <laughs> and she is going to get the 32, which exactly critically hits it. Woo! Holly comes in with the hot dice when they're necessary. Yeah! What's this thing at? That's got enough health. It actually made able to this game. All, basically all the dice that I own because rogue crits and lethal weapons. Deadly weapons. Alright, so that is going to be 21 doubled. It is 42, 43 damage. Is actually just, just not quite enough to put it down. <laughs> it's a solid strike. But trying to end this thing's writhing. A second quick stab will certainly finish it off. Hey. Putting down the first of these creatures for good. Buddy. Isn't that the one that I'm behind? Because that's the one that knocked me unconscious. You go in front of it. You go unconscious. I thought, okay. Uh, I'm going to try and reach over and try and pry this thing's mouth off of me so I can escape. 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 With not a very good, uh, I guess I could session reroll that. <laughs> yes, I could begrudgingly. Fine, fine, fine. I, I wanted to save that for this turn. Story. Okay, so that's much better. So that is a 30. Yeah, 30 will manage to pry yourself away from this thing. And then um, I'm going to uh, just turn around, just kind of ignore it, and I tr probably get away from me. Stop. And, uh, <laughs> and then I'm going to try and do a medicine check on Bert. Okay. Um... Yeah, this is why I saved the thing. Gosh damn it! Oh, if only we had something else to spend to reroll. No, it's a it's halfling for one luck per turn. isn't an action. No, a fortune effect is once per turn. It is once per turn. 
So that did not. Uh, I do not. Uh, it's a twelve. Which I actually never even realized when we talked about it before. Yeah, you can only hear a play one thing a turn. I thought yeah, it was I in know. like I each like, roll. Uh, it is a once per turn unfortunate effects. Yeah. Hmm. That's See why I my hero point. So the, uh, so what'd you get? Uh, I got a twelve. So with a twelve, uh, twelve. You reach down and you're not even positive Rur is alive anymore. Because he would not. That's not even really enough for you to be able to tell. You're not, you're not great at this, and you're kind yeah. of pressured. And you just woke up. Yeah. It's dark. Are you alive? And I'm, still, <laughs> I'm trying not to focus on this guy right behind me, trying currently biting my butt cheek. So wherever that one that had retreated up in the tree has gone, he still has not immediately made his reappearance. Rur is still unconscious. And uh, this last one, pretty well injured, is going to look completely surrounded here and just take a rushed snap with its jaws, almost just defensive, towards Esvis, fighting at you for, uh, yeah, 18 or natural one, so. Uh, and then it, it, too, is going to dart up into the trees. Again, phenomenal speed once it starts climbing. Hmm. It's still your prey, isn't it? It still is. Resume? Um. You also get a, a hero point here. From Trippy Darling for being such a doll. Aww. Is that put you two? Is it two? Is that put you two? Okay, cool. Um. Resume, um. Very distraught over the fact that she thinks Rur is dead, is not about uh, to let these things get away. Um, you'll see her body morph and change, and she'll become a, a black leopard, and she will leap up into the trees and try to catch that thing as it gets away. Uh, does it give you a climb yep. speed? It does, actually. Uh, okay. Well, I get plus nine to my athletics. Well, that would do you climb better, but if it, if it doesn't give you a climb speed... So uh, the snake will give you a climb speed, the, the monkey will give I'll, you a climb I'll, I'll speed. I'll turn into an ape then, that's okay. fine. Okay, ape will do it. Ape will do it. Turns into a freaking gorilla. I, I gorilla it. Tree. Uh, so what climb speed does that give you? Uh, 20. With a 20, as you start to dart up after it, uh, transforming and starting to climb, even 20 feet up of this trunk, you would not see any sign of the pair of them yet. Okay. Uh, Dalrin. Hmm. They could still be lurking about. Um, oh, Resume still has the light on her, doesn't she? She does, yeah. so the light's going up into the tree. From the yeah. better vantage point, can I pick out a shadow with low light vision? Uh, even up where she's gone 20 feet, raising it up so you can see 60 feet up into the canopy now, you don't see either of them. Wow. When they move, they are fast. I was also hoping that bringing the light up here would enable you guys to be able to see them. So... Unfortunately, resume is kind of hard to watch over, but uh, I'm going to pull a javelin um, and just lightning's going to crackle down it, and I'm just going to look around. Uh, check on Rur. I'll keep an eye out, and I'm just going to ready a throw in case one of these things shows up again. And uh, Benali, here with the rest of the group. They may have run. They were hurt fairly badly. Uh, and she slowly transforms from this spider, this blue-haired tarantula beast with four arms, 
back into Rinali. And as she starts, the first thing she does is she transforms, uh, her hand's still kind of up and ready, is she just sort of locks her elbows each set into each other and puts her pairs of arms together to hide them hmm. as this one set of human arms. Rinali, potions are in my bag. See to Rur. Oh, uh, of course. And she will step forward, reach into your bag for... Is it, are they labeled? Is it obvious? Uh, it's as, they're as labeled as the Akujai labeled them. Then it's pro- then she would probably recognize it. Uh, pulls it out. First one, she would grab. What do you, are they all the same? Do you have different kinds? Um, I've got some lesser healing potions, and I have some. Mo- I have a moderate healing potion, and I have a lesser elixir of life. There's more lesser healing potions than anything else. So if all she's right. going to grab one at random, it's probably one it's of gonna those. Both the D6 says a lesser healing potion. Okay. Uh, and as she grabs that out and puts it down to rear... <clears throat> Rur is going to re- recover oh, 19 health, actually. A 7 nice. and a 7 on the 2d8. Nice. nice. And finally wake up on the floor here. And then uh, Esphus. I don't know where they've gone. I can track the one. But vertically, that'll be different. Uh, is there any way I can do some kind of survival check since it is my prey to see if I can try and take a guess as to where it could have gone? Or uh, You, now with the light raised up a decent amount above the jungle floor here, give me a, yeah, give me a survival check. Okay. Eight plus two because it's my prey. Uh, so a total of 20. Uh, with a 20, you can see that in their haste with their massive size... They are maybe perhaps somewhat clumsy creatures. Maybe they were just desperately wounded and didn't care. Uh, It's not terribly difficult to see where they went. Uh, And the one, the first one that had retreated, looked like he shot a large way up that trunk before broken branches and slashed vines imply he just swung off away uh, through the canopies about 40, 50 feet up south away from the group. Uh, The other one seems to have gone the same direction. Back towards uh, almost the southeast, rather, almost along the river rather than across to the swampy side. But they have apparently both just bolted. I think they're gone. They've left behind a lot of damage, but they're gone to, you said, the southeast of us or the south? Yeah, like the, so the down where the river, because the river kind of turns a bit okay. back down southeast. It looks like they've largely gone that direction. They're following the river. Get Rur up. We're getting out of here. Yes. What time is it? How close till dawn? At this point, it would be around six in the morning. So it would have been one of the last shifts. and It actually would have been coming up in my shift. Yeah, the sun would be coming up before terribly long. Can I smell them anymore? Because I have imprecise scent when I'm in this form. I assume it's like 30 feet, so you wouldn't... And I can't see them? Well, you, you, your light goes 40 feet. Your light's the furthest sense that you have, and you don't see, uh, you can't see them at all. And even if you if you swung up to the trees, if Espus no, directed no. you and you went a, a little ways that way, they seem to just be much, much faster than you. No, no, I just want to make sure they're not anywhere near where we are right now. Yeah, they, uh, a quick search of the area would show you that they are, they're not, they don't appear to be lurking anywhere nearby. They, uh, if they at least have gone a few hundred yards, so they have they have gone for as long as you care to follow. I imagine you're not going to leave the party in no. the darkness alone for that long. Um, they're not waiting nearby. They're not lurking in the canopies, and they don't appear to have doubled are, back. Are, are there any bananas up here? 
<laughs> from my position on the ground while she's off doing this. Not really a banana tree kind of, uh, of ecosystem here in the There would certainly be some uh, varieties of various fruits and whatnot up there. Banana specifically, no. Well, I'm going to come down with a piece of fruit, munching on a piece of fruit. <laughs> so feeling my internal bruising heal a little bit, I'm going to wake up and still in a lot of pain. I'm going to put Healer's Blessing on myself and I'm going to do a three-action channel across the party a few times. Rur, I tell you what, if you go and do something like that again, I'm just going to smack you right upside the head. I am still make it. And I'm going to grab Rur and just hug him as tight as I can <laughs> Buddy. Without, without crushing him. Buddy. Pants. All right. Sorry, Rur. Uh, you put you back down right over there. I'll dust you off a little bit. You'll be fine. <laughs> and uh, as... This twenty for everyone. Still in the darkness, but uh, late enough in the night that you can see the first bits of light up in the sky. It's not pitch black. Dragons and things. Thank you for the raid. Welcome. Welcome. You're with by your blessing. Nobody just died because that was really close. Actually, <laughs> yeah. that, was a, that was a suspicious situation. Uh, Valia, <laughs> monkey with some fruit feeding a chest in the corner. Uh, Valia, as this all kind of falls silent. Immediately just sits down, puts fingers through her temples against the nearby tree, and looks almost in, in some amount of, of pain. Whereas uh, Rinaldi was standing over her, just, just kind of looking. He's, he is alive! When he starts casting the magic, he is alive! <laughs> Thankfully. That was awfully close, those creatures were. Devastatingly strong. And after no one who could eat that many peppers could go down so easily. After buddies hugged them and went off to put some out of clothes on. You'll, she, you'll get a monkey hug as well. She shakes her head. These. These are Sanbosan. They. are not common. Terribly common, anyway, but I did not know that they. these were their hunting grounds. I did not know this was an area. I. We have some supplies. Espis, if you think uh, they left in haste, we could track them in the daytime, try to find their lair, burn them out of it. I make mean, the jungle safer, at least. I mean, if we're going to be tracking down every single beast in here, we're going to be here for months. Like, this is a jungle. There's going to be crazy things. They do not have so much of a, a lair, so to speak. They are travelers. Oh. And <laughs> they... They move on hunts. They have no reason to stay. Mm. They are well, peak of predators. Ah, so I can believe that. Yeah, I can, I can believe that too. I do not think they will come back unless it is possible they seek some vengeance. They are not mindless creatures. They are more akin to this Charuka than to an ape. I have even heard tell of some that could speak. You're kidding me. The I mean, depths of Mwangi are strange and... This place is wild, man. Can you believe something like that could just walk up to you in the grocery store or something? Valley uh, against the tree. What a mental image. Yes, and that's all well and good enough. Are we all, is everyone alive? Yeah, what is it? What's with you? That was the coolest thing I've ever seen. 
You're like, what, you made a bias or something? It's a hundo. No, but... No, at least it proved useful, I suppose. Seen what, exactly? I'm afraid I missed a lot of what just happened. Eh, don't worry about it. A lot of things happened. There was a lot of, like, flashing lights and eyes going everywhere. This is the first time any of you have seen magic. Please. It's unusual to see magic drain someone so, though. Yeah, is your head all right? Well, <laughs> it comes out of my mouth. It's, it's all the effect it had. I'm still gesturing at this point to what would be very damp trunks of trees that she'd frozen. Uh, but still, you can see where the cold had bitten into the bark of some of these and almost had the same effect that fire would, uh, seeming to wither and near char some of it away. I suppose Minali is not the only one here who is, I guess, not entirely human, though I suppose at this point there's no part of me that isn't. What's uh, something the, the wizards call them? Uh, bloodline. Uh, magic and blood. There's two oh. ways to learn magic, and that is to learn and to be born with it. And I suppose I have a bit of each. Ah, well, uh, that's very similar to Resme's brother, actually. Resme's or Resme. Still <laughs> eating fruit. I keep forgetting which one of your, whether it's you or your brother, that's the sorcerer and the druid. Well, you don't know. She never, <laughs> she's never spoken to you about it. Oh, it doesn't know anyway. Yeah, I suppose it's something similar. I, I've, well, that's the reason I've spent much of my life studying in the wizard's colleges, trying to gain some understanding of magic itself and how it functions. Didn't want to simply let loose with a power like that so that I had no want or need for, although I suppose this is the first time I've found practical application for it. Well, well used then, and uh, here, and he'll give her the a water skin because it seems that she's chaps her lips every time so, she does that. Sure. Uh, take it and thank you. And drink some of it. Yes. Well, uh, at least an hour or two until sunrise, I suppose, and if it's no matter to the rest of you, I would more than happy to return to rest. Well, at the I very well. least, we should probably put ourselves back together uh, and uh, head out with first light. After all, uh, we wouldn't want to dilly-dally here with well, things like those things. that was the plan anyway, was it not? Hmm. I suppose. And she'll have the water skin back to you. And she pulls her book up off her head and just kind of looks at it. But there's not much in here for introducing draconic heritage to your new traveling companions. <laughs> Puts it back on her hip. It's a rare enough situation. I don't think it's covered. Um, Resme will transform back and uh, be sitting uh, cross-legged uh, on the ground, um, kind of still munching on the fruit. So, you have draconic blood. Interesting. She just nods briefly, already kind of heading back to her uh, her bedroll. Uh, how... how- what kind of uh, bloodline uh, do you come from? Uh, do you know your family history? She'll be following her. <laughs> <She's> like, <laughs> she, shield looks like it got a little beaten up. Need me to put it back together ah, for you. You know, I've gotten much better at this, but and you know, uh, <clears throat> I'm not Darwin. I'm actually Buddy. Uh, <laughs> Did I call uh, you Darwin? No, 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 no. Though, she, I was she copying, copying your, your voice. She uh, jumped into the clone <laughs> mode. <laughs> um, well, uh, I'm sure. I ain't gonna say no. I ain't gonna say no kind of word here or there. Oh, well, we can work on it together if you'd like. 
It's okay. You know, I want to go take a look at Esmus. He, you know, I, him disappearing off into the forest there means maybe he should get a sleeping companion so he doesn't just get snatched up every single time. Uh, as, as much as I'm sure Esmus would enjoy the Good. intimate I'm, connection. I think he'll enjoy it too, Esmus. I do not... Well, I hope these are not something that we will run across in common place. We well, I are very far from Aquivelle and far even from the village of the elephant people or any real tribes with a, a permanent residence. Now, well, that being said, uh, I think we could definitely learn from this experience about how we lay out our camp. Uh, we probably shouldn't be nearly so haphazard about it. Um, I can start setting up alarm again before we go to sleep. It'd definitely would be a good idea, and I think that perhaps we should, uh, Esfis, um, Buddy and I should carry the, peri- the periphery and everyone else should uh, stay on the inside. She's just kind of looking at the corpse of the one that you killed. We did good catching one of them. We did do good. Those cold iron jaws actually look interesting. It's a hell of a treat for your Kind of reaches down and literally with a full hand pulls its lips back. You know! You know these creatures! No, I've I've never seen them before, but the the jaws are made of metal, clearly. Oh, it is cold iron. It, uh... Some believe that it is the origin of cold iron in this world. That that which is mined from the ground is ancient corpses of Asanbosan in their graves. That's the silliest thing I've ever heard. Who thinks that? Resme raises her hand. Where else would it come from? Iron? Cold iron? Ore in the ground. No, like no. metal, like any other metal. Well, oh. a regular metal, but cold iron is different. It is imbued with the magic of the fairies. Sure, but... I suppose when dealing with the first world, jaws of monsters are certainly a viable source of anything else, I suppose. Oh, come, Dalren. Have you never heard that tale? It doesn't follow the way typical metals form. You know, I've actually been wanting some cold iron. Uh, I'll get it. Just complete, <laughs> just even even paler than normal since, you know, probably, uh, probably a good 20% of my blood is gone. Uh, <laughs> and just walk over, uh, pull out the skinning knife, and just holding a mouth open and just start curving like a watermelon, trying to get the teeth out. It's kind of like a shark jaw, this kind of thing. Yeah, pretty right, much. Give me a scrabble check. I'm gonna hero point there. No, I really want free these jaws. Yay, Yay, free reroll! <laughs> this is where it goes. Indeed. Uh, 20. Uh, with a 20... It seems to be, well, kind of harder than you expected, since working teeth out of a jawbone is already a fairly difficult thing to do without damaging them, and now these seem to have some amount of cold iron infused into their very being. Uh, You're able to get some out successfully, uh, some gonna be kind of damaged, uh, lost, really, in some value they may have in the process. Uh, but you're going to end up with, I, I, I'd say, uh, a good few handfuls of uh, a dozen of these massive teeth. Uh, I want to keep one in my belt buckle, so if you don't mind. Thank you. You're welcome. Dozen cold iron teeth. Can we, can we please have a discussion before we go any further? Do we have to? I'm sorry, it'll be really short. 
And at the immediate distraction, volley of lays. As soon as you turn around from this volley of lays, the hundred bed roll turns out like. Can we have a discussion about why Buddy is sleeping naked in the middle of a forest? Cause he's hot. Do we have to? But 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 but. A lot of butt. Yeah, I'm not sure how I can possibly contribute to this conversation. I. It's I not mean, you can sleep naked too. I don't feel like no. that offend anybody. It's. It's just not... We have to hop up in the middle of the... And I saw... and oh. He used to fine. sleep naked when we went into into the Crimson Tide Wood. Yeah, I, but you guys are boys. I failed Wait, to so why are you complaining kind of about a boy sleeping naked? You. Confused also. Yeah, don't worry about it. You know, as you grow up, you see a lot of things dangling about and just, you know, just keep uh, on moving. Resme will actually blush really hard and kind of drag the blanket over herself so no one can see how embarrassed she is. It's not the only hairy thing you saw dangling. Oh, stop! <laughs> it is just him. It's I saw nothing wrong. It's parts of him that you're not supposed to see unless you're married or have a very close relationship with someone. Why would certain parts... Eh, it's a human thing. Don't worry about it. Just cultural things. Typically in northern society, people Volia wear Volia has just disappeared. <laughs> but uh, give me a craft check to fix it show up. That's a, that's a one. <laughs> you just completely oh, miss hearing the talk of Buddy being naked. <laughs> Slowly turning the shield into a bracer, rounding it out. Uh, oh, goodness gracious, I dished that way too much. Eh, so, like, don't you, worry about it. I, wasn't, got I missed a, it. You got a one? I got a one. Okay. That's a 14 with a, with a fail on top of it. The shield takes nine more damage. <laughs> Okay, I'll, I'll be out tomorrow. It's hard to see right it's here. A, it is dark and everyone's a little exhausted here, I suppose. <laughs> um, so we're not going to get a full night's sleep, so I guess we're going to be drained for the day. You are going to remain drained. And as you sleep through uh, what is left of the evening, if Espes is uh, taking attacking in for watch here, uh, Renali would also volunteer to look out as she is. Well, you, you're clearly somewhat injured. Um, so you put out... What kind of, like, what amount of healing here? Uh, 20. I, I put out one, uh, three action, but I can put out more if needed. Because I think several of you have taken a pretty significant amount of damage. I'm Surprisingly, Dalrin hasn't actually been touched the entire fight. This I'm... is, the the tides have changed where Dalrin is actually fine. I know, it's like, huh. <laughs> I mean, between Roar and Buddy's healing, I'm only down two hit points, but what I want to know is, do I get... Do I stay drained? Like, is my hit point you will still threshold drained. Your max, lower? Your max health is staying Is, is six staying lower. lower. Okay, that's and, what uh, I needed to know. So between whatever healing Rear has left before you lay back down, and then you're healing okay. naturally from the rest of the, the remainder of what's well, the morning, so honestly. By the time you awaken, everyone who had been fed upon, the, uh, the three of you, the two of you a bit more severely, are still going to be feeling pretty... Well, woozy. Uh, those things took a truly significant amount of blood from you. And this drained condition that you have now is no kind of a magical effect or anything. It is literally just raw blood loss. Even though they didn't bite particularly hard into you, 
their mouths are big enough and they're just full of so many teeth that that slit they opened that massive gash to drink from <laughs> you probably lost more than you <laughs> realistically should to stay safe uh, you're not going to recover from that drain condition at all with what's left in the night but when you get up in the morning after your hour of uh, preparations and whatnot, you're more than welcome to take another attempt at repairing your shield there, Buford. Sure. While you're running up. Uh, okay, so that is a uh, 25. Yeah, 25 will succeed. And what's your crafting proficiency? Uh, crafting, I am a trained. You're a trained, alright. So you're going to restore 10 hit points right. nice. back to the shield. Pretty good. Managed to undo that big yeah. dent that you, Dalren yeah. put into it. You can just continue doing that through the morning. Okay, yeah. That sounds good. I mean, it's not that low, but yeah. Mm-hmm. I could do it another, another time. I might as well. Um, that is a 19. Yeah, the 19, you would succeed as well. Replying another, I was trying another 10 hit points. Okay. So while everyone is preparing their magic and ready, and you're banging out your shield trying to get everything fixed. What is the plan for today? Same thing we do every day, GM. Try to find another one of those stupid... Well, I think we're we're heading back to Yeah, we're heading back. Are we finding another totem? I mean, we might run into one on the way, but it's it's unlikely we're away from the river. Yeah, so I guess we're heading north and then back west. Okay. So I can actually put this here so we got Ackerville on and you can see a general direction of where you're headed. Uh, I believe with your spell casting, this is the two hex day. Yes. Uh, and also, if you know you're headed back to Ackerville, you can use the spell that's bringing you to a specific donation as well. No. Oh, why not? Because we're not taking a direct route. We're still going to explore All right. on the way back. You're going on through adventures. You're not taking the main as possible path. If, if we went to here and then continued straight, yes. But so you still get to move two today. Where are you wanting to go? Are you wanting to start this by just heading back through these uh, these already discovered uh, hexes? No, or just uh, like we're thinking a big north, arch. north and then west. So you want to go up? Yeah. yeah. Oh, this ping doesn't actually come to the final board layer. All right. So up you, you one wanna, and then yeah, come up through up here. Up the left one. Yeah, yeah, and then just go up through the, the edge of this, taking a fair, uh, more northern yes. path around. Yeah. Okie dokie. Uh, what do you want Rinaldi to do? You could scout further up the river. Yeah. Yep, just check... Uh, like up and to the right one. Okay. So you guys will head off that direction, and Rinaldi will head off that direction. And she, not that it really matters, but she can also benefit from the spell. It's a burst around me, so. Okay, fair enough. Does, does she have to stay there, or? No. No, oh. this one just gives everyone around me a path that they can follow. You don't have to stay following you. You have to stay following you, and they don't have to go to the same place. They yeah. can certainly be going off. The like, other one... I need to go to the grocery store. You need to go to Home Depot. Yeah. And I, okay, and we the other follow. one's a direct route that you have to follow the route. Hmm. Okay. What are these Home Depot things that you speak of? That would be an incredibly useful spell in real life. Just cast it would. The morning and All the errands get faster. done really quick. Um, Resme will use... Um, enhanced victuals this morning. I think we could all use a really, really good breakfast. So there's going to be bacon and eggs and French toast. My heart pack turned ale. into a full breakfast. And muffins with butter on them. It's going to be really nice. So we're drained, but at least we're not eating hardtack. Well, not everything's terrible all the time. So as you start to uh, follow this path, after a bit of a refreshing morning, still missing a whole lot of blood, 
Rur? Mm-hmm. Because you're drained two still, right? You're not... Are you in drain two, Clyde? I didn't get sucked twice. I'm drain two. You're drain two. You're both drained one. Because mm-hmm. it, it picked me up on the second round, but it didn't That's get true. a chance to Make suck me. Make me a medicine check. Okie dokie. Uh, that's a 30. You would know that this, well, massive blood loss this is going to take your body some time to replace. Uh, that's not exactly something you're going to overcome with a good night's rest. And without some way to access well, a literal blood transfusion, this drained condition isn't going to be reduced by one per day. It's going to be reduced by one per week. And if you need blood, I've got some extra, and you're small, so you probably don't need that much. <laughs> well, fortunately, we're heading back to Aquaville. It took about two weeks to get here, so... I don't think that a blood transfusion in the middle of a highly dangerous jungle is the best of ideas. If anyone were to do it, I would trust you to get it right. You, you could have some of my blood if you wanted to. That is something that we could look at potentially doing once we're back safe and sound. It, I would not want to do it out here in the open. I've had enough coming out of me for the last three days. I don't need anything else coming out of anybody else. Oh. Well said. Espes, if you need if you need some help today or, or anything, you know, just let let me know and I can take point. Because well, honestly, you look really giving pale. A, giving him the the muffins has really done good. I mean, I don't know if I've seen Espes this happy since we entered the forest. It's true. You I don't know if it's muffins? physically possible for him to be more pale, but with the drained two status, if but it is... He's got you... muffins, and that really... He's got a gray pallor What's your favorite muffin? He just likes muffins in particular, actually. Muleberry. Mule... Oh. What? Really? Yeah, don't you know you can... You mean you lied to Bonnie and said that her... Mu- you know she only makes mulberry muffins. Really nothing... Are you nothing saying that you lied to Bonnie? Are you saying that berries grow on mules? What? what? <laughs> Hello? What? <laughs> you said muleberries. I'm very confused. I. I'm also confused. Is there no reception in here? I'm not sure. I heard the, you right. The <laughs> other, the other word that they're called by other people in Breach Hill is blackberries. Oh, okay. I know what those are. I didn't know berries. They don't. Okay. I wouldn't eat them if they did. And I didn't lie. She burned them for an hour. No, she didn't. Yes, That's she the way did. they're supposed to be cooked. Um, burnt muffins. That's do just you, wrong. I'm going to tell you you didn't like them. Do you eat bricks, buddy? I mean, if there's nothing else around. You tell, I think he'd eat any bricks that Bonnie served him. You tell her about the muffins, and I'll tell her about the dancing. And the naked fighting. Eh, she doesn't care about that as much. What? Deal. Okay, sure. Okay. Not like playing. So as you travel through the morning, sometime in the early afternoon, around one or so, just shortly after the sun's passed through its peak, you would actually come upon the first trail, proper path that you've seen through the jungle in some time. Uh, the trail itself as you're following on the, around the river, seems to lead down to a relatively well-cleared landing of this uh, creek leading down to the southern tributary itself, this northern stream you're following up. But it heads up to the west into the jungle, clearly pretty well-traveled. Hmm. 
and recently well-traveled at that. Are there recently traveled tracks? Uh, do... I will do you a survival. Yeah. I suppose we could all... Rangy boy. <laughs> Let me swap dice real quick. That's going to be a nat 20. Over here looking at it. And <laughs> uh, so that's going to be a 31. But the, uh, the 31 on a natural 20. Resume, as you look down, uh, you would see that there is a... It's been beaten down relatively well by the sheer amount of use. So there's not immediately apparent invisible footprints through the main passages of this in the main area next to the creek. Uh, but around where it's less tamped down, you can see several strange... Uh, kind of long, three-toed, clawed footprints. Looks kind of like, well, Zerk and Sniggles' feet. Looks like little lizard prints. Oh. Um. Those are those are lizard lizard men prints. Look, they're they're three clawed. Lizard I'm guessing prints. it would not be hard to confirm that that's what they are. Like cobalt? They yeah. look cobalt-sized? Well, yeah. Just about. Hmm. Mm. Well, if the cinder claws have large amounts of cobalts as slaves, then it seems that we may be pretty close to one of their settlements. And along with that, with your critical success, one more thing that you would find is a uh, what looks like a single place you can find a pair of much larger taloned feet. They look like kind of an, the feet of an oversized eagle or a bird of some kind. They're pretty large. The, the thing must have been fairly massive, and they're only set right next to the creek bed itself, right by the water. There's no tracks leading to or from it. It's pretty evident that whatever it was landed, landed here and just took back off. Maybe... The kobolds ride. <laughs> Landed here and took back off. You say, it, as if it... <laughs> that's, that's the first thing that went to my head. It just pours Zerk and Sniggles. Just going. <laughs> not like scout is in the ground where it swipes something. It's like it landed next no, to the creek. No, no, it lands just and just. <laughs> 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 There's just this, one big dent. It eats, shoots, is, and leaves. It's just a giant chicken. That's really what it is. It's it the pteranodons all over again. They just mm -hmm. ate rur and left. Yep. They just ate kobolds and left. <laughs> but these feet look kind of strange. Uh, well, the toes and the talons at the at the tips of it look very avian. They look very bird or almost yeah, giant chicken-like. The heel of the foot itself looks almost more humanoid. There's no back talon hmm. uh, like there would be for a bird where it could close and grasps together. It looks almost like a human heel, just much larger. Maybe another type of cinder claw that we haven't seen before? Quite possibly. Yeah, we did see a half draconic one, so it's entirely possible. Hmm. Really large, though. Yeah, but I mean... It's if... way bigger than a cinder claw, as you've seen, for sure. Yeah. But I mean, if you were going to transport things around the forest... Flying could be really useful. Uh, don't deny that. Uh, but, I mean, it could simply be a beast of burden, too. I uh, don't think we know of anything. Um, Dalren does have jungle lore. Can I think of anything that might have made these prints? Uh, give me a jungle lore check. That's a 21. Nothing really comes to mind immediately. Hmm. 
and by that I mean you, you have a pretty decent knowledge of, well, things that live in the jungle, and this doesn't seem to match anything that you can think of. Hmm. So it's either you figure something relative, uh, pretty rare, or it's not something native to the jungle. It's really curious. The fact that there has a rounded heel instead of a back talon means that it's it, 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 it's not built to grab onto things, so it's not arboreal. It doesn't grab onto any branches. It's it, it's a walking foot. This is a foot that walks, It, which doesn't make any sense given the front talons. I can't think of anything in the jungle that would that would have this type of foot. It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make sense for it to be, to live in the jungle and to have this development. Nature check. Oh yeah, you can be nature check for largely the same. Mm. Well, I wonder. As, also a 21. You kind of same conclusions, yeah, as, it makes sense. As cinder claws get more powerful, we've seen them take different shapes and do different things. Maybe having more humanoid effects or more bird effects is a, well, it could be a reflection of the god that they're worshipping or whatever gift they've been given by their dark master. So draconic effects then. Yeah, that's possible. Uh, we could definitely do it that way, uh, which would indicate that this thing uh, may have developed draconic talons as part of a gift. Hmm, but precisely. But also flight and also very large size. So. Well, if all the hog gave him was just weird feet, I would imagine it would take a while to get used to. It just yeah, seems kind of like the hawks really being at weird. the hick. I mean, it's just some prints over here. I feel like we could. Well, you understand the concept of footprints, right? Things make them, and it's not here anymore. So, what is it going to bother us? Awesome Problem is, which way like it's going? Prints? It's not going anywhere. It's just a set of footprints. <laughs> <laughs> like if you could just like leave an entire. If, if, print. if Buddy doesn't see it, it doesn't exist. <laughs> <laughs> I don't see no reason to be contemplating but this like this set of imprints. It does anymore. seem like there isn't much you're going to be able to learn from here. You seem to draw mm. large other conclusions that you can. What direction are the toes going? Uh, the toes are pointing to the water. Like it. Okay. It, it looks like it landed. Uh, it would be a fairly reasonable assumption to land here to drink. Um, I guess let's keep going back toward Ockerville. I'm, we're all exhausted. So this is uh, about a half day through the journey. The trail that you're you're finding here leading back up from the creek bed does head west back towards Ockerville where you're going to go anyway. We could follow it uh, just being careful that we don't run to any patrols or work crews and see what we can find if, if these do lead to a settlement we should map it and mark it so that we can come back if we need to and now that Esfus and i have seen the tracks we'll be more likely to spot them if we see others agreed there's so many of them well uh, honestly if i hadn't been specifically looking for it i wouldn't have seen it so as you follow this new trail the way going through the day through the jungle becomes obviously much easier you have a footpath to follow along with it's much less difficult going than roughing it through just untamed rainforest the path starts out going almost due west up from the creek and uh, as you follow it within 15 or 20 minutes has started to have a fairly gentle curve around towards the north uh, for the moment, this doesn't take you terribly off path, obviously, in the grand scheme of your day's journeys. This isn't very far. Uh, you want to you keep on it? Yeah. Sure. Yeah, as long as it's not going to be going too far out of the way, might as well. Easier travel. And this is part of yeah, I mean, you're exploring this region of the jungle on your way back. It's not like you're walking a totally straight line anyway. So as you follow along the arc of this trail, 
It gently curves until it's going completely north, having wrapped 90 degrees, and then starts to curve a little bit quicker, almost doubling back on itself. It comes up from the river and seems to be looping back around to something from the west. Are we going up a gradient? Like, is the, are we going up a hill? You are going up a very, a very mild up from the creek bed. Not Nothing like the cliffside you've been before. You're maybe... Nothing like Citadel Altarian. Nothing like Citadel Altarian either, no. There's nothing that would require a hatchback like this to traverse. Hmm. Dalrin, have you ever been married? Oh, me? No, certainly not. Why not? Well, my work involves a great deal of travel, a great deal of independent living. I certainly had no time to go and uh, get my clan involved with finding myself a, a wife. That's... Well said. Well... My father does work, but he's still, you know, he's married. Uh, your father's work likely doesn't involve traveling the uh, the, cons- the the entire continent trying to uh, find research. Um, it's a tradition for the young in my clan to have a time to wander about and pursue their interests. It try- takes longer for some than others. But don't you guys get lonely? Oh, I have plenty of companionship here. Uh, difference between lonely and then finding a life companion. So, as they're discussing and you're walking on this trail, it's turning back almost to the east now. Who is seeking? Who is looking as you travel? Uh, seeking, is that the perception? or? Oh, okay, okay, yeah. I would be seeking. I'm looking out for the tracks. I'll recall knowledge. So you're survival. Tracking is its own thing. Oh, then I'm if tracking. Follow, if you're following yeah, this, this path, you're, you're thinking, you're looking, you're... I'll seek. You're seeking as well. Recall. Okay. So, uh, Espes and Buddy, go ahead and early perception checks. Uh, 24. 25. <laughs> and then, Thalren and Rur, go ahead and give me nature checks. 20. 27. So, first, as this turns back around, Espes and Buford would both just barely through the canopy here, as it seems to be a bit sparser and the tree's a bit smaller up here. Uh, you get a, you have a little bit of a better view of the sky. It's not great. It's just a little better than it usually is, as you can see more of the sky than what is directly up above you. Uh, and you can see a fairly thick plume of smoke coming from where this trail seems to be leading. It's not massive like a village burning. It's like a fairly large bonfire, a, a single but fairly thick trail winding up into the air. See what I'm saying? Yeah, it's a... Uh... And... Dalren and Resme, as you're discussing here, uh, Burr would be the first to notice that the sounds of the jungle itself around you are largely fading. You can still hear, of course, the omnipresent drone of insects and mosquitoes and everything, but the sounds of birds and things climbing through the trees and the animal life have almost disappeared entirely as if there's nearly no wildlife at this section of the trail. What do you think, Espes? Is that, is that smoke from wood or something else? Well, do the resume, do the draconic feet still lead this way? Um, I'm, I'm tracking. Uh, the draconic feet you would still be able to occasionally see individual little imprints up to either side of the trail as you follow where they're, it hasn't been tamped so they're, firm. They're still here. With everything as quiet as it is, it's 
possible we might be coming up on whoever we've been following. Uh, mm -hmm. Likely we're coming close to a settlement or possibly uh, a checkpoint. We may want to get off the trail and take some cover. Do you want me to go invisible and scout ahead a little bit? Well, uh, let's wait to, to use that until we know we have something reasonably close to us. Oh, we have two guys that can scout pretty good. They can I also mean, run real fast, which is a real, real good habit of scouts. I can, I can just not be there. I think that's what we're recommending. Yeah. Oh. For for now, let's get off the trail, get eyes over the hill, see what we can see. Agreed. Very good. So, following <clears throat> kind of parallel to this trail, a little bit in the undergrowth, somewhat sheltered, the group of you continue towards the source of this fire, and it's not more than another couple of minutes before you come upon a break in the tree line, a massive clearing into a completely open area. The source of the fire is obvious immediately. There is an enormous bonfire near 20, 30 feet across that seems to be sunken fairly well into the ground, burning off to your right in this huge clearing, as well as several simple wooden buildings set up around what appears to be an enormous pit in the ground. Coming from this pit are a variety of sounds, a cacophony of clanging, banging sounds of metal on stone, and shouting and wangi, muffled echoing out from this hole so you can't make out much of what it is. Hmm. But what you can see very clearly as you look around is an enormous cinder claw encampment with dozens of cinder claws visible on the southern side of the area, uh, many of which standing around or laying on a series of bedrolls set out in front of a small wooden building. A group of slightly larger Cheruka around the bonfire, chattering and feasting. A smaller wooden building across this massive pit, across this clearing from you, uh, before in the northeast corner, a huge heaped pile of almost slick mud refuse just heaped up about 15 feet tall. And finally, at the far northern end of the encampment, a massive cage, 30, 40 feet across, containing what appears to be an entire brontosaurus. It was just chilling. Kind of chilling. <laughs> Standing there, uh, kind of laying down on his haunches, long neck drooped on the ground. Just looking. Going through the bars of the cage to snake over to where the trees are and munch. You need to know that I've already named him. Huh. And with this massive cinder claw development here, I think we should take a rake real quick, like. But, 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 but fireball. <laughs> Fireball with the reach and then just leave. Yeet <laughs> <laughs> by. We will be right back in a couple of minutes, chat. Stay tuned. Because when we return, I honestly have no idea what 
We're going to light things on fire. What we're going to do. There's 100% what chance of that happening. Almost certainly terrible decisions are going to occur. Yeah, you can literally see at least two dozen circuit Let's clothes. fight an army. That sounds like a great way to spend the day. <laughs> you don't fight an army. Fireball! <laughs> you bomb the army from the from the insides of the trees, and then you just leave. You come back later, do it again. Thank you, Roar. You know this is a Skyrim, right? <laughs> we can just shoot somebody we'll and they forget you we'll exist. Be back. Give us a couple minutes, everyone. Welcome back, everybody. We left off. We had just come, uh, come, uh, come upon, words are very hard for me right now, come upon quite the Cinderclaw operation here. Uh, a massive hole in the center of a huge clearing, hundreds of feet across, with several buildings, wooden sh uh, shacks and sheds that have been put together, and dozens of visible boggards and Sharuka spread throughout the southern side of the area. We are peeking, peeking at this from a decently, you know, relatively safe distance of not right there, but not really super far away from the head of a trail we had found that simply led down this direction. And from here, we can see a lot of stuff. Uh, the source of the fire, the smoke we'd seen trailing up into the sky, visible down to the south with several of the uh, slight larger Chiruka standing around it, talking, eating, cooking. Uh, two buildings visible across this massive clearing with really nothing to block your view across the entire area, and a dinosaur pen and a massive heap of refuse uh, seemingly old dirt and clay piled up on the northeastern end of the area. This clearing all centered around this enormous pit, which you can't really see down into because we're certainly too far away for that. Can I send my falcon up above it to see if she can get a decent look of what's down there? Yeah, you can do that. So as your uh, falcon flies up to look over the area, how, what is your connection with your falcon? What actually do you you have going on with that? Um, do you like you can't do you literally see through his eyes, or does it like have an empathetic link with you? Or? I have an empathetic link with it. Okay. Um. And it can sort of communicate, like, vague feelings and thoughts with me. So it's going to fly looking down over this through the air kind of casually. It's a bird. And uh, when this falcon looks over this massive gaping pit, you get a bit of a sense of fear, almost. And then your falcon, as you're familiar, mm -hmm. does do familiars have stats in second yeah. edition? I, I, ha I have its page. It has stats. Oh, fantastic. Fireball. <laughs> it explodes. It explodes. Feathers. <laughs> so its stats are pretty much the same as mine, except it get some bonuses for perception and uh, acrobatics because it flies. Okay. 
So as it, it as it sails over the top of this massive opening here, just looking, trying to get a peep, you feel this little bit of a strange fear for whatever it's seeing. Before you hear a blast, and a purple beam shoots up from the pit directly at your falcon. Um, it is going to get a 31 to hit. Uh, that's going to hit. All right. I need, if it just uses your stats, I guess whatever a will save would be for that. Yeah, and from Bruning B, I spent a hero point in that slot, a uh, villain point in that sloth encounter, and I will absolutely take one back. Good sir. Um, can I spend a hero point for my falcon? Absolutely. I mean, I, I'll play my session reroll on my falcon. Yeah, you definitely can. It's part of you. Okay, that is much, much, much better. Um, that is going to be a 29. Alright, so uh, with a 29, as this beam hits your falcon, you see your falcon kind of falter and lose some altitude before it regains its composure and continues to soar out away from this pit, uh, taking a big wheeling turn to come back to you. And while you're all there waiting, you can see that this blast gets the attention of pretty much everyone at the camp who just looks over and up <laughs> at this laser beam shooting a bird out of the sky. And you see some of the churikas looking out on the bonfire just laugh and pointing up at it, clearly amused, before they just go back to eating. Um, and a way to it's potentially a good... identify what just happened. Oh, there's well, probably a totem in the pit. Yeah, it's a good thing they didn't uh, think that was an actual enemy. Although, if there is a totem in the pit, that means the Akujai will not be able to help us here. Yep. We may have to figure this out ourselves. It still would be best we come back. Um, I'll, uh, have her... Could you her... scroll the map down so I can see the bottom of it again? Absolutely, you could see. Valren's furiously taking notes <laughs> in the distance. Very, very scribbly, writing frowny faces. <laughs> I'm so guessing from, this is a building from, of From what sort. you can see from here, there's the bonfire set into the ground with about four Chiruka standing around it, and... Behind it, there's some kind of large grate that you can't really make out anything about what it is from this distance. Uh, all of the ground around the huge pit in the middle of this area uh, looks like it has had dirt thrown up onto it. And it looks very similar to the heap of refuse in the northeast corner. It's largely yellowish clay and mud uh, and looks almost a little off for regular dirt. Uh, past that bonfire down in the southeastern corner of the area that is, in fact, a building where you can see what look like a dozen boggards all standing around the visible door into a fairly simple rectangular wooden shack, which is about 30 feet across and 40, 50 feet long. Like Somebody's a lodge. Yeah, like a lodge of some kind. Uh, some of the boggards are standing around in groups, talking. Some of them are still looking at whatever happened with this random bird. Uh, a couple of them just watching the bird for a minute before losing interest in going back to what they're doing. A bunch of them just kind of laying in front of this building across the ground, sprawled out. But from what you can see, near everything down there is boggards, and everything around the campfire is Taruka. They seem to be completely 
in distinct groups. Um, can I deduce um, from watching the purple beam, uh, maybe from what I know about magic, what possible effects there might have been from that? Um, like, I doubt it was just a zap take X amount of damage. Yeah, the falcon looks unharmed when he returns. Your bird's completely unharmed. Uh, fortunately, because if this was the yield and 66 blaster beam, it was poof, yeah. but not ironically. Uh, so fortunately, this beam appeared to be completely non-lethal. Uh, Maybe. What is your... I don't know. Let's go with Arcana. Uh, plus 11. <laughs> Other than the fact that it didn't do any lasting damage and it appears to be non-lethal... There's not really much more of a conclusion draw. Hmm. Was that a fail? It was a fail. Halfling luck? Halfling luck. So much better. Uh, you can tell that it seemed to concuss the bird. Uh, it didn't hurt it at all, but as it kind of stopped flapping for a moment, moment and staggered and lost a bit of altitude, it looked like it was stunned. Hmm. A stunning beam. Or maybe some sort of shockwave? I can do th- similar things with my magic. Well, I mean, there's a number of spells that can induce mental effects. It's We certainly know it's not lethal. Well, certainly not, but if it uh, it may be similar in effect to the uh, uh, well, the, the, the beam that uh, Sir Bighead ran into, Lord Bighead ran into back then, where it, the beams paralyze and the Charuka mop up whatever's left, and there's certainly enough supporting, sta- supporting staff here to handle that. Um, but uh, we'll want to make sure that uh, we pacify the area before we start handling the pit if there is indeed a, uh, another totem down there. Agreed. But with our current weakened state, we'll have to come back to this, preferably even at night, maybe. Uh, no, I wouldn't suggest we come back at night. No, they'll have the advantage at night. Indeed. Uh, remember, the, uh, the Bogarts were entirely untroubled by darkness in Citadel Altarian, mm. so I, I see no reason why they would, uh, it would, we would just see the advantage to them. Although, well, depending on the moonlight, but no, Buddy would be at a terrible disadvantage. Uh, we should come in the daytime. Buddy specifically. Sad human club. Next time we come by, you. we could observe them as well. Yes. Well, I can take a look around right now if you'd like. Fair, but... I mean, observe them for like a day, watch their routines and their habits. No, all of the... Uh, assumedly, Sender Claus, all the Charukas and the Boggards scattered around here do seem to be occupied with their own things. They're all doing something. Nobody's really... They, you don't see any patrols. You don't see even really any lookouts or anything. And that's exactly what I would want to sit yeah, like, around and look for. Absolutely nobody seems to be actually paying any active attention to they the tr- exterior. They the trust in their totems. They don't even bother put it with patrols anymore this deep into their territory. Must be deep into the territory. I'm going to confirm it, and I'm going to just kind of stick to the brush for a little bit. I'm trying to find the shortest distance, like an at least like kind of low like roadie run, I guess, towards the pit so I can avoid notice and look down without getting shot, hopefully. Okay. So the way to the pit... He's gone. Is almost completely uncovered. Like the the area around it has been totally cleared, and there's like a 50, 60 foot just straight no man's land leading up. You would have no cover whatsoever. Right, right, right. Well, if they all seem preoccupied, I mean, I'm just, I'm not trying to make any like. Okay, yeah. Uh, you're just trying to rush up and take a quick look. Yep. All right, give me a health check, I suppose. Because that's just goes. 
You just drop a 20 in there? Sure yep. did. I love you so much when you do that. So, Asvis... The jungle extends, giving him cover. <laughs> <laughs> darting off... The fire just kind of blows as the wind changes and everyone covers their eyes. Darting off before anyone can really say anything to him, rushes up to the edge of this massive pit to get some kind of a view down into what's going on. And as you all just kind of watch as he moves, it's it's like a magical experience watching this invisible shadow just run through actual broad daylight. Uh, <laughs> what total does that give you, just out of curiosity? Uh, 35. No, 34, sorry, 34. 34. You make your way up to reveal. That's me, uh... universe? One of my only things I'm kind of sad about in Arkin Forge is that I do not believe there is any way to like drag select an area and remove the fog of war. I have like a brushy thingy. So I have to brushy, brushy, brushy. Oh, have to that's scrubby, a pretty big scrubby, brushy scrubby, thing. Yeah, that's a, a brushy, brushy thing. thingy, but I have to scrubby, scrubby, scrubby. You can see down into what looks like a spiraling mine shaft. There's a walkway near right in front of you that runs down almost a full 360 degree circuit around the outside of this pit before landing at the floor where you can see another couple dozen Chiruka and Boggards at the bottom. A couple of the larger Chiruka are posted near the middle and they're more well-geared. They're kind of like the ones that you had seen back not too far from Acrobell and Hunter's Gate that you'd fought with uh, the Navo. The rest of them are the smaller, more standard ones like you've seen back at Altarian. And those ones look even more disheveled and weaker than the ones you've seen previously. They're all lined up against the walls here, slaving away with picks, uh, clubs, and even some shovels that they have, excavating the walls of this pit. As you look over the edge, you can see centered in the middle of a landing at the bottom a totem. This one glowing with bright violet energy around its head. Uh, but from this distance and looking down, just barely revealing yourself, it does not seem to immediately activate. <sighs> you can see the northern side of this pit is filled with water, and there's a couple of sluices there uh, that they use to control the runoff and keep everything in that direction. But what's the most interesting to you is a cloud of what appear to be other creatures, very tiny, almost worm, snake-like beings, twisting and whirling through the air around the head of the totem. It looks like there's six to ten of them. Bright, neon, fluorescent snakes just writhing through the sky, moving by no locomotion that you can perceive. That's more than enough for me. I'm just going to try and basically kind of take like a quick mental photograph and just turn around and low crawl back to the, or, or low run back to the group. Part of me was imagining that you came up to the edge, just immediately concussed and fall in. Yeah, that's what I was worried about. <laughs> like you just peek and then the purple light just boom and just knock you on your ass and then everyone go. All right, here we go. 
I'm going to hero point that one. That one is going to be from Robbot. Thank you, Robbot, for that awesome hero point. Bring you down to one? Yes, brings me down to one. Well, that's much better. Um, 21. Uh, with a 21, once you're there, I mean, the spooky part of this was peeking over the edge, not having a totem blast you from the bottom of the pit. Uh, making your way back, clearly nobody up on the surface is paying any kind of attention. Uh, they're all kind of absorbed in their own things. So you return back almost miraculously via the power invested in you by a natural 20 to the rest of your party at the tree line. Undetected. Okay, don't, don't do that again. That was really scary. I'd rather be the one to walk a path than you. Also, Icefish can get it and sneak almost anywhere. He's practically, uh, practically turns invisible. I've got ultimate trust over here. I I know, but I I really, really like him. I would prefer to not see him burn to a crisp. Here's a really dumb question. Oh, I like those. Would the totem potentially shoot us if we wore the Cinderclaw symbol? Do you think it has the ability to tell the difference? I'm going to say yes. I am uh, going to agree with this. Was... Well, there's no reason. Well, first off, I don't think we should test this theory on this particular totem with a small army of cinder claws around it. But if we run into the, the next one we run into, it, it doesn't hurt anything to try. It's going to harm absolutely nothing to just pin a symbol on us for a few minutes. And there is certainly no question that this is, by an exponential order, the most defended totem you've seen yet yeah. in the middle of a camp, defended by a literal army of Cinderclaws. It also seems like the least also capable of defending itself. Um, our fears are confirmed. It is a totem. However, this one's a little different. Um, well, they were all different, but this had bluish strange serpent worms writhing through the air around it. I've never seen such such creatures before. From his description, can, can I figure, figure out what it is? Have we oh. seen such creatures? Yeah. Or read about it. Cross-referencing texts. Can I put one in my backpack? Very tiny. You can put one in the flask. There were so, a lot of them. It was almost like a literal cloud. Did they have eyes? I didn't want to take the are time you, to look. Are you trained in religion? Uh, yes, actually I am. What's your modifier? The Plus 11. The surprise. Oh, uh, yeah. Psycho death of Charisma. Uh, so, you... You would recognize these things as something absolutely unnatural. Uh, and watching them there as they swirled about the head of the totem, you would certainly recognize that they are not from this plane. Uh, they are something that has been brought in from a literal separate dimension, but you wouldn't know much of what they were. Uh, the rest of you could try off of his description. Uh, are you trying to religion? Nope. Nope. Fourteen. So, off what he told you, and without being able to see him, it's only so much to go off of, really. But it's fairly distinctive, <laughs> the description of the things. Flying cloud of worms. All right, got it. It sounds like proteans. Uh, and proteans are kind of the native race of the maelstrom, which is the plane of chaos. It's the opposite of axis. It's the plane of absolute just madness and nonsense. And Proteans 
absolutely embody the essence of chaotic anarchic energy and what a protean is is something that you probably have not studied terribly uh, in chaotic depth. yeah it, as it is almost like the antithesis of anything of value and almost what you know about proteans is that they are so aberrant as that there is nothing even consistent really to know about them uh, but you do know that they are functionally entropy elementals if that makes any kind of sense uh, they they don't see or experience the world through any traditional sense so much as their understanding of their environment is literally an ability to track the chaotic nature of entropy around them it's it's almost impossible even to comprehend and so too is their physiology i suppose it makes sense as to why they're attracted to the top of a super magical totem would make sense uh you would know that anything you could know might not even necessarily be true, as they are just such strange beasts. I know their name, and that's enough. You know their general race. That's like saying they're angels. That's like an entire category, really. Yeah. Hmm. Well, that was a very useful piece of information to have. Um, I don't think we're an any shape to take this on, but I think that understanding what we're facing will give us a way to plan for it, which I think Tyrannus would approve of. If he were here. <laughs> he certainly would at that. Um, well, I suppose we should probably do Tyrannus proud. I kind of um, miss him. It kind of grow on me, I'll admit. Yeah. Hopefully the Hell Knight order he goes back to doesn't break his personality too badly. I, I do love that we all started out just crapping on Tyrannus constantly, and now that he's done, everyone's like, oh, I miss Tyrannus. Yeah. <laughs> I don't realize how good something is till it's gone. I mean, I feel like I'm just so tired. Uh, let's head back to Acreville. Oh, yes. No, no. Uh, that's exactly the way we're going. Uh, but uh, no, we've done good reconnaissance here. Maybe the Akujai will know more, uh, maybe about those things as well. So with that, not really wanting to send yourselves into a completely reckless, almost guaranteed death, you have discovered a second major base of operation for the Sentry Clause. And uh, honestly, it's not really even that far from the first one. And now you have two different major locations of interest to come back and deal with later. Making some distance from there, certainly, with uh, what's left of the afternoon before you rest for the night, probably moving more towards the far edge of this hex here to get away from it. We get to, we get to this day. Oh, you get to this day, that's correct. You're gonna, Northwest. Northwest, and you're going to continue moving on through the afternoon back into the jungle. Yeah, putting a whole lot of distance between you and them, yeah, because uh, your spell helps you travel a bit faster. And realistically, that in the grand scheme of a day's travel, was not that much out of your day's journeys. Some days we only trek once, but on this day we trek twice. Yeah, you're, it's it's a Passover joke. Just move on. Oh, wow, yeah, it is. That's really obscure. Thanks. Yeah. Impress, I'm impressed that you got it. You've been paying attention. Now you're making bum, 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 bum. Bum. Anyway, the group of you 
putting near 10 miles between you and this massive, uh, what says you have, mining operation. Making sure that you aren't going to run afoul of any more Santa Claus while you're resting in the evening because the last thing that you need is to be attacked in the middle of the night again. Mm. You're simply waiting for Renali to catch back up with you. And then later in the afternoon, of course, her and Valia would show back up. And Valia, looking at a good distance today. It's been quite a journey. <clears throat> Trying to keep up from crossing the creek where we went. Sit, relax. And uh, Yeah, you look tired. We'll be taking a lengthy break soon. We'll be back in Acrabelle in a couple days. Rinaldi raises a hand. Well, we... <laughs> Can you stop sending us to the totems, please? Oh, another well, totem? Found as well. <laughs> We, we found two today, then. We uh, we did. This... Another one. But fortunately, this time I feel we have largely learned the, the signs. They do not make themselves terribly hidden, it seems. Uh, that one we came upon that... Valia's friend had found did not seem to make any major impact on its environments. But the last two we have found, firstly eye of a storm and now this one seeming to create its own swamp once we got the decent sense it was clearly unnatural well we continued on so a swamp totem and uh Valia kind of puts the hand up again assuming swamp totem we well we had some far to travel this day to keep up that we didn't really take the full risk of confirming so can't ah. tell you what it does or whether it's certainly there, but the lands around, as far as we could tell, were lush and jungled as appropriate and the ground firm. This creek that we'd crossed over that's running by is not much more than that. The swamp seemed fairly unnatural, and Renoli agreed. She's the expert. I trust the judgment. Okay, so we didn't uh, un- we didn't get any any eyes on the totem itself, nor the guardians of the totem, if there are any. Big mosquitoes. Oh, he puts her hands up. We did not. No. I can't blame you. Not, not after, after the last, the last one. one. Yeah. Look, Wise. my. You made a good call in retreating early. Alia clearly has much stronger magic than we gave her credit for, but he is one woman, and perhaps we were lucky last time the totem saw me. And my magic is nothing in the face of what these things can do. Well, we did learn something interesting today. The totems cannot always see Espus. That is interesting. I don't know how we'll use that, but... I don't know. I think Espus as a weapon is fairly lethal. Well, considering the camp around it, I don't know how we'll use that. Oh. So, Hmm. you exchange your information. Valia and Renali telling you of a swamp that they had found that definitely seems to have some kind of influence. Didn't seem to be natural by any state of things. And uh, you, I assume telling her about the mining operations that oh, you had yes. done. Mm-hmm. And so nodding and kind of following along listening, uh, Rinaldi doesn't have any immediate thoughts at the end, but Valia does. Do you think perhaps this is the source of this gold that we've come across a few times then? It mm-hmm. looked like a gold mine of sorts. Did you get me an opportunity to see? It's distinctly possible. Uh, oh. I can't imagine what else to be mining for, and it seems too far a coincidence that we found the same tainted gold twice. Given the amount of arsenic in this 
In this ore, however, I can't imagine that their workers are very healthy. They must be dropping like flies at the rate that they're digging. Unless... Might be what the kobolds are for. Unless that is... That's that's why they need things from, from other planes. What? Well, if you want something to resist poison... Then... It's something non-native to this plane. You think the wor- the floating worms were there to dig up the gold? I don't know. I don't know why the floating worms were there. I don't know why anything is happening in this strange place. Uh, I suspect, given what we know about the disposition of the Cinder Claws and how they treat their subordinates, they're more likely just using large quantities of cobalt slaves and not caring if they get poisoned. I will admit there's nothing really I know about the Cinder Claw operations or how they manage their business, but it certainly seems well uh, to make enough sense to me. Well, we gotta help them then. We can certainly do our best, but for now we have to help ourselves. And Rinaldi, we well, we have to stop them. Of course. Uh, not now, perhaps, but when we return. Absolutely. So you, I just do not know how. We, not to slight your skills, of course. I have seen all of you fight, and. I would not doubt your abilities to fight an army alone, but there is a point where numbers certainly become too much. Well, only if you let it become too much. Um, I actually, I did do a bit of a, a bit of a stint. Uh, goodness gracious, uh, so so long time ago. Um, but uh, I actually was part of a mercenary unit uh, back in my well, older youth. Um, I may actually remember some lessons that might help us out. You are a mercenary, Dalron? I've been around a little while, and if you need money, and that's the work available. Well, well, if only I'd been a worshiper of Gore, perhaps the war tactics would come in handy right now. So, Rur, I would have you no different than you currently are. Dalren. Neither I myself. And Valia stands up. Well, if it's tactics you're looking for, there is perhaps some aid I could be, of course. Like I said, I had studied with some of the Hellnight divisions in order to specifically travel with one for some time. Absolutely. Um, we, uh, when we make our plans, we should confer. Although I don't know how much it will pl- apply to this given situation. Most of their tactics was well, largely geared at dealing with either d- devils and uprisings of that sort, or sieges. And neither of these seems like it's going to apply to attacking a mine shaft in the middle of the jungle. Well, we'll see. Uh, you'll never know exactly. Uh, handling terrain, uh, using it to their advantages, dealing with larger qu- groups of Certainly still general troops. knowledge that could be useful to be said. I'm evening sure there'll be out, something you could commit. Evening out the number difference will certainly be of help, no matter how small the assistance. And no matter the terrain of the situation, one thing that I could certainly take away from their teachings is that in a battle of sufficient size, you do as much damage with fear as you do with weapons. And morale is a powerful tool, and as we, well, you, have you told her, that, does she know anything about the center class you fought in? Uh, I'm sure we would have been. I'm sure at some stories. point you would have used yeah. it. Sure. So she'd know about the two that surrendered at some point. Mm-hmm. And they, they certainly don't seem beyond fear. Uh, far from it, as a matter of fact. The leaders are quite zealous, but the, the subordinates would fall in line. That is largely how wars of this scale are operated much of the time that I can understand. You don't need to fight the army if you can convince the army to stand down. Cut the head of the snake. I'm fairly bummed about the fact that you can't use fire on them. Well... These might be a little different. They have structures. Well, it's true. Fire would work on the structures. And uh, moreover, the uh, 
it's we, we've certainly seen uh, Cinder Claw's fall to fire before. Um, Did just you see more any the ones more that are protected. of those dragon beasts, the the half Charuka? Not that I not noticed, but Espus perhaps. I did not. Uh, they they, they were, do have a building. Uh, they have a couple. Uh, if it's possible, they were in the shelter, but I, I'm I'm sure there must be a range or a limit to how much their protection extends. We we must hope, I suppose. Uh, I'm not positive how else you could deal with so many. Uh, perhaps my magic may be of some help here. I cannot fight, but I can hide. I uh, can. We can distract with illusions. Uh, we can uh, launch. We could even split the group, uh, launch a distraction attack, faint away into the jungle while it takes take time to I organize a response. Of course. Though I cannot do anything meaningful to stop their numbers permanently, I can distract. I can, I believe, slip in. I fit through a gate. They were a, a portal behind them as they as they traveled. If it doesn't, that was a much smaller area to hide. If it doesn't, troops can be drawn away from the fight. They might as well not be there. You've practically defeated them for the purposes of that fight. The Valia sending tall there, divide and conquer. Most basic of tactics, of course. How do oh. you think that they would fare without shelter for a few days? Uh, Boggarts and Truka certainly seem to be able to take care of themselves. Uh, the shelters they've built are likely not for their own uses, but to shelter other things. Um, notice the Boggarts had bedrolls directly outside, outside the building. Yeah. Well, the ones that I noticed that were down in the quarry, they seemed, as far as morale is concerned, beaten and broken. I'm sure that providing any type of chaos that we could whenever we eventually get to that point, they'd be willing to fight back. It depends how broken they've been, I suppose, but uh, it's certainly a possibility that we can look to. At the very least, the overseers may take uh, a commotion as a chance to keep an eye on their charges more closely as opposed to coming and investigating us. Perhaps it would be wise to well, seek the insight of those who are more accustomed or acclimated to jungle warfare. Running back to Acreville anyway, speaking with their hunters may not be a terrible idea. Agreed. Fair enough. Hmm. If we can, uh, if we can get down the totem fast enough, then we can get people in. Yeah. After after the blindness blindness lets up, then we can get more warriors in. I do wish that I had a better idea as to what the effect or range of those totems are on that blindness yeah. curtain. I just don't know where it's safe for the for the Ekujai to advance. Now that we have a distinct location to a totem, we could ask them to come with us and figure out a rough radius. Two totems, even. We know there is... We each found one this day. Yelinor, let us know when you go blind. (laughs) It would be useful information. It would be funny. The second... (laughs) I was... High five. (laughs) (laughs) Um. So... With that, I don't know if there's really a whole lot more you'd have to discuss tactics-wise for the evening. And uh, sometime before Rinali and Valia were catching back up, someone would have been putting camp together, so I believe that is Lord Esfis, King of Camps. Well, uh, Resme did a great job last time, too. So. Uh, do you want me to assist? Resme, Queen yes, of Camps, has done pretty well, though. Last time Resme did, we got attacked by giant sloths. Bite me. Just saying. They, they already they did. did. <laughs> that is a nat 20, so at least you get good you, you, Oh, thank you. You get a plus four, actually. To your nat critical one. Critical success. <laughs> Stop it. Stop it. Don't you put that on him. Yeah. Okay. So that'll be a 30. 
Uh, with a plus, plus four? With, with her plus four. Okay, so with a 30, you would be able to put together a camp well enough, and the natural 20 here, nothing horrible happens to you during the night because love is bad. So, yeah, this is safe as it can possibly get. You rest once more for an evening, prepared to continue out the following day and see what more you can discover. Uh, so there's not a whole lot left to make your way back to Ockerville, and the area that has been outlined by Nikita doesn't proceed much more north than the Ekajai city does in the first place. So, where are we heading to? Uh, Northwest. Uh, yeah, just yeah. west. Probably hit here. And Pretty much then... as straight of a path as, as we can take using hexes. Yeah, and if we could have maybe Renali branch off to hit a adjacent hex. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. so you guys... We'll have her do northeast from here. So we'll do, do north here. from where we are. So you want to yeah. go there and you want her to go north. Yes. Because okay. we can only move one hex today, right? It's yeah. a one hex day, yep. It's a one hexer. So you pack up in the morning, prepare your supplies. And, I know, i got to keep track of the calendar because I haven't noted when you guys will get drained back. I have to make sure I stay up on this. I uh, think we're on the 17th. Right? Or is it 18? I have the 17th right now, yep. Okay, we're good. I'm just, I almost forgot to mark off that day. So you get up, move out for the day, and start to make your way through the jungle as normal. Uh, continuing to travel back to Acrevelle at this current pace. You should be back there before the end of the week. It's currently uh, Toil Day? Question mark. The days of the week are the ones I always forget. Uh, T, Toil Day, yeah. Toil it's Day, okay. Toilet Day? Yes, toilet day. That's that is exactly, exactly the day yep, it that's is. That's definitely that's the thing that we said. We have had poopy days before. <laughs> Every day in the jungle is toilet day. <laughs> Disemployed. <laughs> Where are these voices coming from and why? I have so many questions. I have no answers. Right. You sound like a female group. Or that's- Gru. Oh, it's like, that sounds yeah. nothing no, like the, a theme. The, yeah, <laughs> what the do you think didn't... Groot is? <laughs> I am Groot. Groot is Groot. Groot a female is... Groot. What is Groot? Uh, Despicable, Despicable Me. Despicable Me. I mean, I know I know what Despicable Me is in general, and that's the extent of my knowledge, so. I'm sorry. I'm sure there are plenty of people who understand what I was saying. Are you? Because it, it, from everything that I've heard, it seems like I am the fortunate one here so far. I mean, I, I, thought, I thought the first one was... So we could explore the hex. <laughs> <laughs> this, I'm just going to ignore the fact that he's doing a whole bunch of clicking right now, and I'm sure there's nothing in this hex. There's sure nothing in this hex. Um, I'm not stalling for time. I don't know what you're talking about. I've, I've been thinking, and That's I've made a decision. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> Master Dolren, I've decided... I think Not you should. <laughs> I think you should teach me how to be a dragon warrior. Are you serious? No, I'm Resme. I'm also serious. What's your brother's name again? It's possible, I suppose. You could learn it. I mean, the first steps took me, goodness, eighty years to figure out, but you now. I think I could probably condense it down. I want to follow in your footsteps. I want to make you proud of me. Oh, but you have your own path to walk, and you're quite good at it. I wouldn't abandon it in favor of mine. Oh, I'm not going to. I'm going to do that, too. Well, I'm going to assume that you're not attempting to trivialize my life's work. No, but 
I respect you and I want I want to honor you. Well, that's very touching, Resme. Well, perhaps there'll be ways that we can well, perhaps I can think of a way of distilling a bit of philosophy out of it. Philosophies are always good. You can basically do almost anything you want with your life as long as you can tack the philosophy on later. Except for certain ones. They don't tack on well. Besides, my father always said that if you can teach something, then you really understand it. Ah. Well, that's a good way to manipulate me into doing it, I suppose. <laughs> uh, very well. Uh, we'll see what we can do about it. Am I gonna like learn how to fight? She'll kind of take up a pose, sort of like she sees you doing, except she'll be really off, and like it'll have absolutely clearly no combat advantage whatsoever. Uh, we can start that way, I suppose. Do I need one of those? Is that like key? Oh, the monocle. Yeah. Oh, I mean, it certainly helps me read. No, no, but when when you and as you're interrupted here. <laughs> As you're all... Did I just hear a laser zap? Walking along. <laughs> Doll ran in the face again. Oh, God, not again. You're interrupted by what is absolutely a blast from yet another totem. There wasn't even anything weird about the jungle this time. I freaking the corner, hate this And there place. was not. There was absolutely nothing out of the ordinary. Everything looked perfectly fine, and you were having your conversation... The rest of the group kind of listening and traveling along, Buford leading the way as usual, before this blast just flew into him with a 29. Uh, and that, that will hit. Make me a will save. It's <laughs> a natural 20 for a 32. Buford is just so confused about <laughs> what happened. As this beam hits him... Can the mental effect affect you if you're not actually Absolutely there when it hits you? Absolutely nothing even appears to happen. <laughs> Buford, you don't feel anything. You just hear the blast in turn and see smoke emanating from an indigo pillar. Uh, strange purplish-blue hues what coming out. What color was the other one? Purple. 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 Purple, purple. Like it's the rain well, rainbow rules. Purple okay. and indigo are different colors. And indigo uh, and blue is a different color. Yeah, that literally it's just dark blue. only <laughs> applies when you're talking about rainbows specifically. And as you all are startled out of your, well, conversations here to whatever the source of this is, you see, as per usual, a group of defenders emerging to protect the totem. A group of what appear to be fairly small, almost Cheruka-sized, but frog people. They, I mean, kind of like tiny boggards, but not really. A boggard is more like a big, angry, lumpy toad. These are small, sleek, and lean frogmen, wearing simple gear that looks nothing like what you've seen of the Cinder Claws so far. And as they come out, tiny bows drawn from their place and hiding nearby, each of their eyes glows indigo. Oh, that's not good. Hmm. And I'm going to need everybody to roll me. Everybody gets plus one from me. Yay! Yay! Right. We're gonna do it. Hey. I have not Look at you. more than a 15 on an ish. I nice. shouldn't have said that. Yep. Yeah, that that's was it. You're doomed now. Next fight, forget it. Yeah. Okie dokie. Doran. Uh, I have a 23. He's awake this time. I am. Buddy. 22. He's less awake this time. Esvis. 34. 
And rear? 35. And resume? 29. What did you get on? Uh, I got a 20, like last 23. Yeah, so I think you're doing that. Alas. Alas. Right Alas. And then I will put. In order to save me from rolling 27 initiatives, I'm going to do Totem. Is going to come in at a 27, so I think that's in here. And then I'm going to have. It's above me, unfortunately. Mm. Oh, is it? It was okay. 23. Let's take a vote. It'll be a Totem pull. to have. Frog leader. Resume dies instantly. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the rage. <laughs> Suddenly a new enemy has been detected. Leader. What did you get, Espus? Uh, 35. You and got 34. I got 30, 35. You got 35. I got 34. Sorry. I'm going to be right in here. And then we're going to have little frogs all together. With 30s. That wasn't a big leap, Well, recall knowledge. Um, what are the on frogs? Which do you want? The frogs? Yeah. What is I know what the totem society's is. Society's 10, right? Yes. Um, you. All that you know is that they look like. Uh, they're, they're common enough boggards. race that you would know. Yeah, they're not boggards. These are Gripply, which is a different kind of tangential, similar race of frog people. Uh, but you don't know anything beyond them other than that's what they are. You may have, in passing, heard of or met one once. You've no idea what they're capable of. Well, I know from the glowing eyes that they appear to be under some form of control. Uh, you can make me a perception check. You say we see purple eyes. Now you see purple eyes, but I mean, like, that's uh, just what you see showing up. I mean, like, if you want to look closer, you can make a perception check. That's well, I'm taking the opportunity to use this spell regardless of what I know about them. Fair enough. Calm emotions. All right. It's a burst in the center of all of them. Okie dokie. So, lead frog is coming out with a 20. He fails. And then you have 24. Pass. 16. Fail. 23. Pass. So okay. the leader and the second save cannot take hostile actions until acted upon. And, right. the, and the other two have a minus one to all hostile actions. So they pop up, the middle one, bow drawn starts to lower it a bit, but kind of lurching, almost. Uh, like it's... He's almost twitching, as does the one hiding back behind the tree, the only one who doesn't wield a bow, who appears to have a small gnarled staff, a root of some kind, twisted around in its hand. And he also just kind of starts spasming as we're cast this spell. And with my remaining action, I'm going to move forward into cover behind this tree. Where I'm. What is your speed? 25. Was that not. Oh, yeah, you can actually yeah. exactly do it with 25. Can I. I thought um, you were slower. Ask a question about what I can see, or I have to wait for my turn? Um, I think you can see pretty much all of this, but what are you guys most specifically? Are any of the frogmen wearing Cinderclaw badges that I can see? Uh, that From this distance, how small they are, is they're all coming out of concealment. You wouldn't be able to see that without like an action look that way. Okay. And I'm going to tell everyone I've got a couple of them under control. Only two should attack you. Esvis. I'm going to take an action to activate my boots. All right. And uh, this so we is... We found out we did the boots slightly wrong. In second edition, it's a free action, but it only lasts one round. Oh. Totally oh. different than they were in the old ones. Oh, well, that's fine with me. Then free action. 
click, click, uh, turn the boots on, and one I will... One minute, rather, not one round, sorry. Oh, one minute. Oh, that's, that's still, I don't That's remember. actually much better, yeah. We'll go, we'll just, just say it's a minute, and it's an action, I'll look it up again. I looked it up and immediately forgot everything. <laughs> Whatever you want, it's clearly important. Exactly. Um, I am going to move twice, so... Six, and then I'm going to try to get around to about here. And this is all thick foliage and underbrush, correct? Yes. Froglets. <laughs> Take some froglets. And then I am going to uh, do the take cover action, which with forest stealth allows me to hide for yep. free. Sneaky beaky. Sne sneaky beaky. Mm. Natural 20. Wow. Just disappears. As this just vanishes, it says five sides. He's gone. He takes off into the jungle and we just lose sight of him. <laughs> this is regular frog. No, this is frog leader is what it is. Uh, so frog leader here stops still, uh, again, kind of twitching and can't seem to figure out what to do. And you see it raise its staff and start moving its hands to uh, cast a spell, encanting something uh, in a language that I am positive none of you would really understand, and you're all a good distance away from it anyway. Ribbit, 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 ribbit. I accept that challenge. And as he does, the vines, the grass, the undergrowth of the area all around you surges up, choking off this main passageway where Buddy, Esphis, and Rur are. And you are all going to be entangled. You know what entangled does, right? You have that? I thought you, have you cast that before? So, uh, so Estes is actually nowhere near that. Did you mean Dalren? Dalren, sorry. I'm, I'm really not particularly yeah, near you, you two are. No, that's why I said three oh. of you. Oh, okay, sorry. Uh, so I, I don't think there's, there's no saves actually or anything for this. It's just all difficult, difficult terrain, terrain now. And uh, you'll actually need to make saves at the start of your turn to see how far you'll be able to move as this plant, the plants are now wildly overgrown and also trying intentionally to slow you and hold you. Okay. And it's still, the frog still kind of twitches as it does that, but doesn't take any other actions. Doesn't move to attack or anything, just hinders. Um, other frogs, that's all the frogs going around. Make this a little easier by just removing oh. this and having all the frogs at once. Any emotional effects on the ones that failed fade. Okay. During the effects of calm emotion. Okay. So if, if anything else gets. Yeah, they don't have any yeah. emotional effects on them. It actually, uh, it's neat. It suppresses like rage and stuff. The two archers that are still there uh, that still seem to be capable, as their bows track Esbis and he vanishes into the undergrowth, uh, one of them is going to attempt to seek. To find you. Hey. He has no idea where he is. <laughs> Did he imagine it? <laughs> is there an elf? Sure I, I saw a guy. And then he is going to turn and from his tiny little bow loose a trio of arrows towards Buford. Dang. And yeah, they're just, just rapid firing out. Like kinda like what Espis does. Twang, twang, twang. And the first one is going to be a 25. Uh, and that exactly hits. And then there's going to be a 13. And that just wide, way off to the and side. there's going to be a 4. <laughs> that one almost hits himself in the forehead. Are, are you sure he's shooting a bow and not just throwing arrows? <laughs> just 
rapid firing these out. He shot the first one and then grabbed two more and just threw them. He grabbed three, but only one of them. <laughs> the, first one, the first one that does connect does strike you for six damage. Okay. And the uh, the other one in the back is going to hop forward, uh, striding up to this second cover, and then fire out a similar salvo of arrows towards you as well. First one hitting for a 21, and then a 23. I'm pretty sure he's all missed, and then an 11. Yeah, and they and they'll hit his armor, but they're just arrows. So and, they just and they're like, very tiny arrows too. These these frog people are maybe two and a half feet tall. Yeah, they're even smaller than me. Yeah, the bow they're, they're smaller than dirt. The, the bows they wield shooting several inch long. I mean, they're still arrows. They're sharpened yeah, but they yeah, don't even have tips. They, yeah, they just unless have they their, get like, into spikes. one of the the cracks, like they're just they're so just this hail off. of bolts is largely just glancing off of. It Buford. makes it kind of a racket. The but... third one stands there, bow in hand, but. Still kind of twitching, reaching back, can't seem to get his hand to his quiver to draw an, an arrow. Uh, Resme. Um, so now I have a little bit of a question because I've never, this hasn't come up before. Um, if I drop invisibility, it does not have the concentrate trait, can I transform into an animal invisible? Yeah. You can okay, do anything cool. that doesn't like make any hostile actions or attack invisible. Okay. You can absolutely it's... turn invisible and then turn into a monkey and then monkey All right, around cool. stuff. Um, then I'm going to uh, drop invis and disappear and uh, start moving um, around where uh, Esphus is, just 25 feet. Yeah, 25 I can you can get about that far because it is uh, it becomes very thick over That's fine. very quickly. Now the totem definitely does not see Esphus because he has vanished from the earth. Uh, but the closest target to him is actually Rur, I believe. So it is going to. And I'm in a bush. Blast out. Oh, good concealment. Uh, past concealment. And that's going to blast out a beam for a 30 for Rur. He. Or it crit me. It crits you? Yeah, just barely. Really? Make me a will yeah. save. We need to get some clear resin and make another one of resume so when you go invisible, we just swap it out. That actually seems cool. <laughs> that would be amazing. Right, make me a will save, good sir. 28. Uh, so 28 normally would succeed, but since it crit you, you are going to be one tier worse than that, so that it's going to fail. As this beam hits you, you feel your mind just kind of cloud out, and you are confused. Dalren. I believe I have something to do with all these vines trying to entangle me. Uh, you need to make a reflex save. Okay, that's a a lot. Uh, 31. Uh, 31 will succeed, so it's just difficult terrain to you. It's just difficult terrain. Okay, so let's see how much difficult terrain I have to go through. Uh, so, let's count it and I'll double it later. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, so 60 feet will get me there. All right, so uh, I'm going to just run through here. I'll double move to get to here, I think it was. Seems good enough. Oh, it just need to be perfect, exact. Yeah. So 30, that's 60 feet. Okay. Uh, double move, actually, I have 70 feet of movement, so I can actually move adjacent to the totem. And looking at... Um, Looking at these uh, frogmen more up close, are they cinder claws? Do they have cinder claw amulets? As you rush up, they don't appear to have any cinder claw iconography. Huh. No cinder claw amulets. The totem's under control. 
the totem's controlling them. And then uh, for my last action, I'm going to just try to knock the totem over so it just face down into the underbrush. All right, make me an athletics check. We discovered how to deal with totems. That's uh, going to be a tw- 31. Uh, well, with a 31, pulling yourself out from this entangling overgrowth, you come out and you slam into this totem and manage to dislodge it from the ground and topple the thing over entirely. Uh, and as it lands, its face and the skull kind of thudding out, uh, thudding into the mud, it can no longer see or draw any line of effect to anyone to fire its laser. The smoke is still wafting up from the skull. Uh, buddy, make the I... reflex save. Yeah. That's a very bad reflex save of 10. Uh, with a 10, that's a critical failure. <laughs> it's inside the armor. You are oh, actually, oh. you are completely immobilized. Um, you're, you're functionally grappled by these plants. You can still attempt to escape, make, taking an action to pull them off of you, but you're completely immobilized. Okay. You can't move. I'll take an escape attempt, try and pull them off, which hey. is pretty good. That's a uh, 29. Uh, 29 will free yourself. Okay. And now it's still difficult to rain, though. Try, okay. It's still, oh, okay, okay. Um, so yeah, so I'll move as far as I can after uh, Dalrin. 10, 20, 30, 40, 45, 50. Uh, you can get right by. 20, 25? Yeah, 20. Oh, 20. Oh, so you can get up to the edge of the entanglement. You're right moving here. It's only 20? I think it's only 20, yeah, because armor. I've got yeah, armor. The armor slows you down. Slow. And I'm a slow guy anyways, so. So Rur. A slow human. From back behind the tree here, as this beam hits him, kind of stumbles a bit and turns to you, and you see a glow of indigo coming from his eyes. He puts his hands together and he can't spell and casts Fireball. I can't. Why? It says that I only use cantrips. Oh, does it say cantrips specifically? Yep. I thought it was spells just in general. Nope. It says that I... Oh, offensive cantrips. Yeah, specifically offensive yep. cantrips. And the only offensive cantrip I have is Divine Lance. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he throws a lance into Buford, which dissipates marvelously as Buford as the greatest bastion of good. So that does leave me with well, actually reflex save, I guess. I mean, you just you, you you're gonna do that, and then you what do you have like a a single action, and I have a concentrate out. You're definitely gonna drop that. Yeah. So, so the cop motions is gonna be done, gone. Yeah. Do you have like a, a scimitar of Saren Ray or some kind of weapon? I have a scimitar, yeah. Yeah, you, you throw this lance and it hits Buford and you kind of feel it, but absolutely nothing happens. You're not moving anyway. Yeah, just 21 for the replay. And you see him draw out his scimitar, his eyes still glowing. But as he does, the glow kind of fades a bit. He blinks a couple times and you are no longer confused. Could you imagine fireball? <laughs> <laughs> that would have been that bad, but it would have been funny. Sucks. Esmus. <laughs> um, I'm going to draw my thieves' tools, and I'm going to suddenly reappear back on this plane of existence and up, 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 and go straight for the skull to mar the runes. All right, give me a thief for each other. Oh, sorry. Yeah, it's, it's large. A large. It's big. Large. Uh, 28. And uh, with a 28... As you move up and take out your tools, without it blasting at you, it is significantly easier to get some of this to work. You uh, dig down, patting away some of the mud and dirt, and get your tools down, and manage to scrape through the runes in the way that you know is going to interfere with the magical connection. And as you do, almost immediately, you can tell you're successful as the smoke fades away. And the glow you could even see around the sides of the totem embedded in the ground. Peter's out. 
As it does, so too does the glow in all of the Gripley's eyes. And as you clear the runes, even reaching for an arrow, the Gripley stop and blink and kind of look around as if they have no idea how they got where they are. <laughs> ah, well done. Well done to you. This is so much easier than the way we did it last time. Well, look at it. Look at these SWAT team masterpiece. <laughs> takedown crew here. Experts. Save the innocent bystanders and kill the totem. Problem solved. You guys are so good at stuff now. Look how far we've come, chat. Look at the progress. So, as you uh, knock this down and as Esvis mars this out, the hail of arrows stops immediately, and the uh, they all kind of stop twitching. Their leader drops down almost out of view in the shrubbery for a moment, while the rest of you... Here's my pile of little gripply mans. <laughs> uh, well, the rest of you, as a doll, buddy hurries over, and Dal Ren and Espus are making sure the totem is well and truly defeated. Um, you... Sorry. Sorry, go ahead. Can I yell out in Mwangi? Uh We don't want to hurt you. As you call out, uh, one of the Gripply, the one nearest to you, kind of looks at you, confused, and replies in a language that you have absolutely no idea what he's saying. Uh, they do not actually appear to speak Mongi. But still, they seem to understand that you're not trying to kill them. They, they definitely make up for their hostile actions, and pulling himself out from the grass, the leader holds his staff up and waves a hand and dismisses the waving plants in the area. They're trying to grapple onto everyone. Can and I try and identify the language? It's Gripply. <laughs> it's Gripply, believe it or not. It's Frogman talk. Are you gonna to, it's, I'll, just, I'll go ahead and I'll give you that one. <laughs> I took, it literally took my brain like eight seconds to process what you just said, and I wish I'd never made it there. <laughs> It's like it was like my cortex was unwilling to process what I just heard. <laughs> it is in fact Gripply, believe it or not. So Oh, oh there God, you go. It. it took a second one to get to Dalren. <laughs> and Dalren rages. Some... <laughs> Are you sure he's not the one confused? Because he's about to start beating you. <laughs> Wouldn't be the first time. First lesson. Wham, 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 no more puns. <laughs> puns so... ruined draconic might. What are the rest of you doing? Well, I guess that would be mainly, uh, I guess just Burr and Resme. Dusting myself off from the vines and walking over to the now disabled totem and my allies. And, uh, Esvis, your next totem, Kyrie JCP, <laughs> your second recurring chat fan, got a hero point for Thank you. Thank you, Kyrie JCP. As the leader kind of gets their bearings where they are and looks across everyone and sees the three of you huddled around the totem. He calls out in a, a high pitch on his cooking voice. Rata! God Marga! Uh, yes, it's not very nice. But Wangi it's gone, yeah. They're speaking back in Wangi. I'm mostly trying to make myself understood through hand yeah. motions because I'm not going to do the thing where I just speak in a language but louder. And he sees the group here. He sees Buford standing there, shining full plate hat on. Taldain! Oh, yes, sir. Uh, <laughs> Everyone's just, huh. <laughs> that is a language that we all know, uh, yes. Uh, it's, do you speak Taldane? Um, yes. Really? 
Wow. Wow. Why is this so surprising? I, it is a pleasure to meet you. I am so happy to know you. You know, I really, you know, I it's nice to find someone like this around here, and you're I'm the just first person you. that he's been able to talk to in weeks. Everyone just speaks Mwangi here. It's and also most of the people seem to be rather crazy, and you seem like really put well put together. What was your name again? Because my name's Buddy. It just looks confused between the two of you. Tom! Tom Taldane! Buddy. <laughs> oh. I'm gonna walk forward with my hand outstretched. He just kind of looks at your hand. Oh! Oh! And uh, reaches a webbed little hand up to you and puts his hand like palm to palm with yours, like he understands the general intention of what go, you're like, going for. Do they have the suction cup fingers? Suction cup fingers. Yes. I immediately want to pick him up and put him on Buddy's armor. Name George. George. Ah, this is this is fantastic. It is so nice to meet you. His allies. We, Gripley, traders, travelers. That. And he points down to the totem that you've taken down. Is totem, Cinderclaw totem. Certainly it is. Carries oh, yeah. darkness in it. Yep. It took us. Yep. We and he comes over very proudly, points to some incredibly tiny little notches in the side of one of the skulls. We attacked it. Hmm. Impressive. Very brave. But not sure in between then and now. Eh, don't worry about it. It's been taken care of. Where are you guys headed? Well, we were traveling to you. Then he, he motions and thinks for a second. Ekujai, you uh, have their words. Oh, uh, you're headed uh, to Ocravel. Yes. We're headed there too. Do you want to come with us? Well, perhaps we can meet there. We are traveling. We meet more Gripley South mm-hmm. than Ekujai in Ocravel. Oh, very well. It works. We're hunting cinder claws. Uh, yes, you are not Ekujai. Uh, no, Osirian. Especially you are not Ekujai. And you are from across the seas? Yes. Or, yep. he thinks for a second, Rahudmi. Rahudmi. Rahudmi? The, the godless humans. Uh. Rahadumi. Yes. I see. Or boatmen. I don't know anymore. We're uh, from Isker. Isker. Near Cheliax. Andruma. Is this across the seas? Yes, it's across yes. the sea. I know little outside. It's not too far from Taldor. Uh, that I have heard through trade and merchants. 
there was one of his kind humans we used to meet with. I know of lands from Vidrian to Osirion to Rahudmi, but not further. We, well, no boats. Mm. Dalren, show them on your map where the other totems are so that they can avoid them. We don't want them getting... Well, they're heading. You're, you, uh, there are no totems more anymore south of here. We took we destroy, we took them away. We head to river to meet other tribe of our Gripley, exchange information, and then with Ekujai in Akriva. I see. Uh, in that case, I'd better show you. Um, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna pull out the the map he's been keeping, and he's gonna show him the totem sites. He looks. Like... There are more of them. A fair number. I would avoid many. Yes, many totems <laughs> of darkness. Uh, uh, at least a handful. Oh, speaking of which, um, Resme will go over and she'll start casting. Yes, we're collecting this one. Avoid these sites. Uh, the Cinder Claws go and go there to see what happened to them. They won't find the totems, but they might find you. That is fair. Word has traveled of these. Cinderclaw monsters through the jungle, and we help with the information and scouting. Did not know of. He measures back this thing. Totem of darkness until we found. We had heard of burning villages and took word in recent day of blasts deeper within. Have. You seen? And he just kind of motions, like almost cutting his little frog hand in front of him, but sort of downward, where the rocks are gathered. Yes, yes, we did see that. And he uh, points at your map around where the mine shaft is. Mm-hmm. We have heard tales from there as well. We come to see and learn and fight, if must, against their evil. Good, good. Uh, At this, this point, the rest of the Gripply are just, uh, they all kind of have their bows back slung, and they're just sort of gathered around. Uh, they're all completely unharmed, but talking amongst themselves a little bit behind George here. How many are you, the Gripply, uh, that seek to fight and seek to scout? We are four. Esfus is gonna just like share some food a little bit, like kind of slowly walk over and offer little bits of jerky and tack and whatnot. He will certainly take little bits of it. As a frog, they don't like chew it. He just puts the entire thing, and when he opens his mouth, it's like the entirety of it's like Canadian South Park character. <laughs> <laughs> his head just kind of opens up, and he gulps things down. Our frog people ripping them a bit, a little bit with his hands if it's too big before he puts it in. And George uh, be taking some and sharing it back to the Gripley behind him. We have brought four. Our Gripley tribe, much smaller than Ekujai clans, more separate. Ah. But together, many dozens. I wouldn't go find them without, without, uh, maybe we can help each other out here. Well, we have seen 
totem of evil and herd of explosions and fire. We seek not fight. These lands are Ekujai, not ours. That's good. You know, I, I think I owe day that we found some decent folk around here and is certainly glad to meet you. It was only a matter of time before we would be able you, to help someone. I thought so too <laughs> at the time, but I was losing hope. <laughs> we, we attacked Darkness Totem, but our arrows did nothing to Large Totem. Then I remember we saw a cloud of fire and the face of dragons. And then now with you. I'm also going to really discreetly kind of stealthily try and pull a little toothpick out of my arm that like looks vaguely reminiscent of a <laughs> tiny arrow. Just like kind of through it. <laughs> yep. Don't worry about it. <laughs> well, perhaps we can tell the Ekujai of the coming Gribbly and let them in on our plans for the mineshaft. More distractions is less fighting. I don't know if I want to put these guys in harm. I mean, they're, uh... We'll talk about it when we get to... Uh, they can... I think they can decide as to how they would contribute. Uh, certainly, uh... Just offering the opportunity if they want it. Alrighty. They oh, we'll keep... seem awfully small. I'm we'll gonna like twirl. <laughs> I'm gonna twirl the little like, arrow in my hand. I don't know how these are not tiny size categories. Honestly, <laughs> like they're incredibly diminutive little frog. Men. The little arrow that did six damage to me. I'm just the picture in the like... book is literally him riding a freaking dragonfly. So I mean, like they're not they're not big. <laughs> yeah, but that's not your in, normal. In probably in a giant though. dragonfly, to be fair. Well, uh, we'll keep them safe. Uh, it's it'll be good to. Yes, uh, we, we should definitely uh, not try to have them be on the line, I should think. All right, very well. Uh, well, then, it's good to meet you, I suppose, unless we had anything else to do. Ribbity, robbity, roo! <laughs> just, the totem shrinks down. I don't think Ripley kind of stagger back, and the uh, the archers reach for their bows, and the leader points a staff out for towards it. Oh, that was us. It's fine. We're oh, just collecting it. Just collecting it. It's in her we want to make sure that the the cinder claws don't get their hands on these anymore. Stranger. What <laughs> <laughs> <Boy>, a boy. <laughs> you do good taking totems from cinder claws. Yes, we don't want them to ever get them back. Akujai will respect, as do Gripley. Good. Um, maybe... You're good at hiding, maybe uh, fighting from being hidden, uh, leading people away, distraction. Well, we seek, we watch and learn. Uh, Only fight when need or great evil. Have you come across any other areas uh, in the Cinderclaw area? Uh, please look at my map. You can see that we've uh, found a number of areas around here. Um, and I'll just point out the, the not only the totem areas, but the areas where the Cinderclaw base is, right. as well as the, the burned out elephant people village. Don't go here, don't go there, this avoid like, this. this. Like, is there this any place, place like... that you found that we shouldn't go that isn't on our map yet? Don't go that way. We are headed where you have been. 
Oh, good. Without meeting more Gripply at River, we know nothing of, of what is south. Very good, then. Well, um, in that case, I suppose uh, after, when we meet up at Acrevel, we'll be able to exchange more information. This will be good time for human and Ekujai and Gripply. This is great victory. Indeed. Are you hungry? It just kind of food shakes. We thank for your strange meats, but they are rough and difficult to swallow. We can hunt, and we must go. We have carried here much of the day. We may miss sub- Southern Gripley. Well, if you would like to wait until. In the morning, I do have a spell that I can cast that will make your goings a little quicker. He shakes his head and points at his staff. I have magic. We can travel. I would imagine he has a spell similar to it. Very well. Good well, luck in your travels. Sure was a pleasure to meet you, and uh, hopefully we see you down the road. Mm-hmm. Yes, indeed. It's good to find more allies. Always great to find literally anything that doesn't try to kill you. Yeah. yeah. I'm gonna be like the most chatty of all people the rest of the day. The totem didn't try to kill us. That is true. You found a totem that didn't try to kill you either. It actually tried to make friends with you. Yep. Be friends and sit in this. Your consciousness can sit in this void of fire and darkness while the rest of your body plays friendly. <laughs> Sounds like a great time, really. <laughs> we got a minor exposure to it. Got a little bit of it. But uh, it didn't, didn't really do anything. It didn't really take hold of you. It just kind of confused you. Like, Divine yeah. Lance. Oh, wait, you're good. Oh, wait, wait, you're my friend. <laughs> Angry magic. So with that and the remainder of the day left before you, you set up camp not too far from there. Uh, Renali, as always, would catch up sometime later in the afternoon. Having found nothing... And the jungle expanses to the north. Finale doesn't get shot at again. <laughs> Yay! You found the totem this time. <laughs> Yay! Man, I was actually totally going to have this totem mind control volley if you sent them in this square and she was going to be a part of the encounter. Ah, there you go. <laughs> oh. I had the greatest ideas and you guys actually didn't send Team X and Team into it. I really miss not casting Fireball at her. <laughs> Oh, it's Valia. Oh, she likes to do mind control. Oh, no. Fireball. Fireball. <laughs> There's nothing uh, we can do. Fireball. She's crispy now. That's so sad. <laughs> but as you meet up for the night and exchange your brief information. We uh, got a new one. Vinali and Valia not having much for, uh, for you and you telling them you found another totem. Vinali, very much grateful that she didn't have to walk into the totem this time. Uh, but concerned this one didn't seem to have any kind of infect- effect on the environment. Perhaps the totems that are... Far from Cinderclaw, close to Acrivel, are less strong. Oh, that's possible. They, they could have also, newer. yeah, been here for less time. Have had less, t- less, of, less time to infect their magic on the area. Probably, uh, well, that would make a lot of sense, actually. Well, we saw back west of the uh, east of the creek, by where you found the mines, uh, would have taken some time to corrupt a landscape like that. And it would make sense, after all. They'd start by planting some of the totems closer to their base and working outwards, so perhaps the closer we are to Akira, the safer we'll be. Or it's also possible that the uh, creatures capable of using the magics needed 
to make those more powerful totems stayed back near to base to strengthen their stronghold and sent weaker ones out this way who were not capable of establishing such able defenses. That's possible. Either way, that's a, you all seem entirely unharmed. Uh, exactly, yes. No, it was uh, actually surprisingly easy. We uh, made well, friends. It took control of me for a mere moment, but... Is that what happened? I, I couldn't understand. It, it, it. I don't know. It hit me. I didn't feel nothing. That is kind of worrisome. Totem that can take mind. It was super weak, though. I wouldn't worry about it. Didn't seem to have much of any effect at all. Yeah, you, sh- you shrugged, shrugged it off pretty quickly, it looked like. Luckily, it controlled my minor magics, which fortunately cannot harm my allies, so. But what if else? What if Espis? Well, then we would have been in quite the danger, but that is fortunately not what happened. Yep, glad I was invisible. Well, it's good then. We, we rest. Almost to Ackerville, only a few days. Yes, excellent. And then <sighs> we rest. Yeah, it'll be really nice to sleep in a bed. All right, go ahead and make me yield and camp preparation check. I'll assist you this time. Oh, I need you to have this. My... Sec- but we have to say it. Oh, Good right. point. <clears throat> That's a 29, so you're assisted. Uh, Let's do uh, it. You could free reroll if you want. Uh, I'm going to free reroll. Very halfway lucky setting up this game. That's slightly okay, better. That's fine. Uh, uh, 25. Okay, so 25, once again, you'd be able to successfully put camp together. Nothing horrible happens to you in the night. Right. It turns Hooray! out free rerolls are insanely valuable. And the next morning, you're ready for further exploration. So this is a, this is a two-hex oh, day. This is a two-hex day. I assume that you are just going to go due west yes. via either the northern or southern hex, and you'll have Renali and Valio scout the other one. I'm yeah. going to cast... I think he's got it on us. Yeah. He's been... no, just, I'm just making you... I can't imagine what else you can possibly yeah. do. You're, you're not gonna wrong. I'm going to cast our travel to location spell, so I guess technically you get to pick. Are oh, you going to do straight to Ockerville? Yep. Okay. So straight to... It highlights a path. I follow that path. Okay. If you're taking the one that is straight there, you're actually not going to explore the hexes you're walking through. It's just um, me. They can still wander around and explore. I just have to follow the path. I think we all just want to get to Ackerville yeah, at this point. Yeah, we just want to well, go. No, no, no. There's a no, lot no, of no, unexplored yeah. space. We really need to go and hit that and be thorough, especially yeah. like, like we could like walk by something important. But I want a bath. It, hey, well, we'll fine. We it's can... the same thing that we used heading down to the... Yeah, but we were just village. getting there. Well, we explored yeah. that Texas. We explored those, though, right? Yeah. Uh, you you had pretty village. much just gone straight down. Uh, it, it worked out you didn't find anything on the way down there. Yeah, I guess if you're making your way back towards Ackerville, you can do the two hexes and you can still explore. So you'll, you want to go north or south? I guess south would be the one that would yeah. take you through, and Renal, you'll go uh, north again. That works. Uh, them kind of looping around to meet through with you. So you take off. We'll just do this. Yeah, getting to travel much faster this time, getting to make your way through the jungle with fantastic magical Saren Ray haste. Saren straight into something. And uh, as you just journey through the jungle over the course of the morning and then the afternoon, uh, getting even into near evening where you're getting ready to settle down, you do in fact, because it's impossible to just have a good time and experience happiness. <laughs> we run into Galenor, don't we? You run into 
I heard a laser blast. Another. Why? <laughs> Why? I'm so sick of these it's things. It's totally predictable. Man, this, this is really I mean, close to this Ockerville. Is, this this totem is only close. 15 to 20 miles away from Ockerville. That's terrifying. It is very close to the Ekajai city itself. Huh. And well, that must mean the blindness must not be very big. Based on the introductory blast, it is wholly active. Buddy, as always, leading the way here. <laughs> Unless somebody else is out in no, front. No, nope. That's fine. You are going to have a 32 for a beam crashing into um, you. Okay, well, that Only hits. a normal hit, actually. And I'm going to need a fortitude save. Ooh. Yeah. yeah. Okay, Ooh. that's a... Um, no, it's a 19 with a plus 14. 33. We'll take it. Uh, 33 just barely doesn't critically succeed. Uh, critically succeed. You are completely blind. Uh-huh. Ah. And I need everyone else in your dawning moment of collective <laughs> understanding. Oh, I'm ready for this. To roll me some initiative. Everyone get plus one. Still working. Still working. I can't complain. All right. Buddy? Uh, I am... I go to someone else first, actually. Okay. Rur? <laughs> I got a 33. Pretty solid. Dalren? 31. And that's my maximum, actually. Resume? 29. Who wants to go first? Wisdom, boys. Uh, resume can go first. Uh, 27. Oof. What happened? Yeah, You're man. supposed to be the leader, dude. What even happened here? Okay, that's definitely a villain point for uh, the boy Tota. Miko Rems giving me a villain point reroll for this initiative. Moving me down to dose. Well, that's higher. Uh, it went up. But with a 22, it is still very much going to be at the bottom. And as this totem blasts out its laser, of course, they certainly didn't leave one so close to the Ekajai lands completely undefended. A Chiruka hops out. A single lone Chiruka. I don't trust it. Looking kind of like the one that had come after you before that led the Bogrids against you. But whereas that had some draconic influence, this one is near a dragon with just barely the slightest vestiges left of what was once a Chiruka inside it. Massive scaled wings expand from its back, mounted with talons the top and bottoms. It has a spiked mane leading down its back to a tail that winds out almost like 10 feet, almost comically oversized for the still relatively small Chiruka that is here. And as it jumps out, hardly, the, barely the only thing left of what it once was is its face. Wow. Wow. Truly overcome with draconic influence. Oh, this it even has its own little token. Little creature oh, it's not crawls out in a language that only Dolren, I think, would understand <gasps> in draconic. You cannot stop Cinderclaws! I am Dragon! Your grammar is terrible. (laughs) (laughs) 
And uh, I'm going to spend a second drawing point for that last one. That is Dark Fang. I roll a two and a four before the rerolls. That extinction curse that went back in the same one. And I'm, I'm happy with that. Get those villain points out of here. him up here. All right. Rur. I think you know what I'm doing. See uh, all emotions. Oh. Right. So with a quick spell to attempt to stop him from mm -hmm. doing things that are terrible. Just make him sit down and stop. What the thing. He is going to get a 31. He does not critically succeed, so he takes a minus one on all offensive actions. Okay. And we got one action left. And any mental effects affecting him are purified for the time being. He's just regular, man. Yeah. It's not really a mental That's effect. It's just what the spell does. Fair yeah. And then I'm going to move over it looks like I can get just to this bush. The shrubberies of safety. Yep. Just Detect get behind me. a big old root, hunker down in a bush. Dolren. Shrubbery. All right. Uh, there is a pretty big expanse of uh, murky land and, and I'll, I'll yell to Buddy to come over the pair to me. Of you. Guess that's seventy. That's seventy-five. Dolren's running. Seventy-five, eighty. 85, 90. So 90 feet of movement. I'd have 15 feet left over. Can I just like run into this thing to try to knock it over? You cannot. Sprinting through this thick undergrowth and up to it is going to be those three actions. So in that case. As you case, throw yourself at it, you could throw, ready to throw yourself at it. Well, I'd, I'd like to not stop right in front of it and get blinded immediately. So I'd actually like to stop and cover then if I can't make it and push it. So I'm going to I'm gonna end behind this tree over here. Okay. Uh, still through all that difficult terrain, I believe that's probably still three actions to get. Uh, actually, if I pop my, um, if I pop my bracelet, I go to 45 foot move speed. So I think I can make it, especially if I walk up here first and then cut through it. Yes, I can do it. <laughs> okay, what action left? Uh, one action left, I'll take cover. Okay. Uh, no, rage. What am I talking about? Rage. <laughs> <laughs> this is the least barbarian thing you've ever done in your life. I'm going to take cover. No, I'm not going to take cover. Screw that guy. <laughs> He's a dragon. He used huh? bad grammar. Yeah. <laughs> Resume. Um, Resume is going to um, pop over to uh, where Rur is. Just get a little closer. Can I still see the dragon from there? Uh, no, there's a huge tree that Dalren's running behind right here. Um, Neither of you can. Then I need to get where I can see him. There. That's pretty much like down That's here. That's fine. Because yeah. um, I needed to get five feet closer. Um, and... Uh, Resme will uh, wave her arms and cast out Temporis, and she'll cast slow on him. Okay. Going to get a twenty-one. Uh, that's going to fail. Um, three, three turns. Load one for three turns. Four turns. That says three. I'm pretty sure it's Buddy. four. Um, I am going to you know, yeah, brewery, yeah, whatever. Uh. Do I know just uh, even though you I'm are blinded? You're completely and totally blind. So you kind of well, came around this corner. And just... So I didn't see like the beam coming towards me from a direction. You would have heard it blast. Okay, so a general and direction it's left. That way, right? Okay, I'm gonna go generally that way. <laughs> All right. So 
Oh, it's for a minute. 10, 20, yeah. 10, 20. He's just all three movements. Mm-hmm. And 10, I'm just 20. like wondering. I don't think I can move. Can I move full speed? It's well, everything's moving. difficult terrain to you. And uh, the difficult actually different. the difficult terrain yeah, is greater already. difficult terrain. So yeah, it'd be 10, 20, 20, 20. That's yeah. as far as you can get. And yeah, uh, every square is 20 feet of movement. Yeah. Uh, and as you get, feel your way through this growth here, your vision slowly starts to return. And uh, you are no longer blinded. Espus. Free action. Activate the boots. I love these boots. And I will move. Actually, no. Okay, yeah, that's a free action. So I'll move. I'll get to about here. And I will hunt prey on him. And I will... Uh, skirmish strike, so then I will just take one more step and take a shot at him. Now he's. Uh, you is... cannot step in difficult terrain unless there's something gives you that. Oh, that's correct. Okay, my bad. Uh, so then I will just uh, hunt a shot, take two shots. So do I need to do a concealment check? Uh, no, he's not actively in that he's coming out from around the trees, not hidden right now. Okay. Alright, so first shot. I'm going to hero point that. That one's going to be from Deadly Doll. Thank you, Deadly Doll. My lover. It's been a drainer day for hero points. It has. Sure. They've been getting refreshed about as fast as we use them, though. So they're coming pretty quickly. So that's much better. Um, not by much, though. Uh, much better might not make it. Uh, that's true. Um, 22 armor class. Uh, 22, as he comes out, he just dips under. He's very small, and he's still a very quick Taruka, seemingly even uh, much faster than a standard one. Okay. Uh, second shot. Ooh, that's very good. Uh, that'll be a 30 armor class. 30 will hit. Okay. Uh, he will take nine points of magical piercing damage. Alrighty. And that is We're it We're getting to the point that you might actually have to start specifying magical <sighs> piercing. And uh, with that, as he takes that strike, slowed, he is going to start screaming, shrieking, and howling. Like Taruka are so want to do. Like they do. And he is going to fly over most of this difficult terrain to here. And then flying just above the ground, opening his tiny little baboon mouth, (laughs) he lets loose a massive wave of crackling fire out from his mouth. A huge cone that is going to wash out across Buddy and Dalren. And I'm going to need reflex saves from you two. I love the, the full plate uh, bonus. Is like I, may, I may, I may, I may. Free re-roll. I am so proud of you. No, 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 no. no, no. Free re-roll. Oh, oh yeah, I don't ha. think it reaches right. I think ha. it's just barely off reaching here. <laughs> Didn't you use the free re-roll on something else? New day. That was yesterday. Oh, why? Ah, turning. Ah, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> well, I thought that was a one again, but it is not. In fact, a one. It is a seven, uh, which is good. That's a uh, 19. And Dorin? Uh Oh, yeah. I, I rolled a 26. Okay. Dorin's going to take half, and Buddy's going to take the full uh, from this fire blast here. You're going to take... Oh, I like that. I don't like that either. He already has the number in his so head. He's 20, just rolling dice. 28 damage, fire damage to Buford, and 14 fire damage to Dalren. As he lets forth what appears to be the breath of a full-blown dragon 
flames washing through the undergrowth. And as that uh, fades, the underbrush around you, this massive tangled briar you're picking through here, is just flames and smoldering in every direction. Uh, A huge just reach of charred filth around both of you. And then the totem as Thorin's pretty solidly in cover. Buford's still going to be the closest. (laughs) That's going to fire again for a 40. Okay, uh, that is going to critically hit. I'm going to need a fortitude save. Okay. Uh, a 19. So a 19 is a failure, so that's going to demote it to a critical failure. As it crit you, right as your vision starts to come back, you see just another beam hit you, and you go completely blind again. I'm bad. I'm bad. So you can all see this totem doesn't even really appear to have any color. Hmm. Uh, the blasts that are coming out of it are dark, and the smoke emanating out from the eye holes in the skull itself almost just looks like regular smoke. No color glows for us from this totem whatsoever. Yeah, that makes sense for what appears to be happening. Rare. I'm going to hold my position here, focus the concentration on calm emotions, which okay. one action. Recall knowledge doesn't apply to this thing, does it? Totally could. Uh, it is... You can use either society or arcana. Well, because I'm always recalling knowledge as we're going. Oh, around. yeah. I right. I was in, I What's your, is your arcana higher than your society? Society is a 10, arcana is 1. Oh. <laughs> so, I mean, uh, I mean, I guess... At this point, it doesn't matter because you've, you've clearly seen this thing has gotten some serious draconic influence and it has full-blown dragon breath, so it's uh, it's much more powerful than the thing that came after you before. Well, we are going to try Crisis of Faith, which is... He's not a divine caster, is he? Uh, as you look at him, you can actually tell that he doesn't appear to have any traces of magic whatsoever. He has this dragon power that's been granted to him, but it's not in, its not inherently a spell. It's just a, a divine font of power, much like the volcanic eruption the other one had had. Okay. But he doesn't look to have any kind of magical prowess. <clears throat> I actually need one more decent. Okay. So I need a will save from him. Okay. He's going to get a cock. He's going to get a lot. Um, 35. All right. He critically succeeds, and it doesn't do anything. That's my turn. All right. Uh, Dalren. This has more D6s than okay. my other spells. Uh, so um, if I could uh, get my recall knowledge also, because I forgot I had that up because I'm not okay. used to it. So uh, Arcana's 11. Society's also 11. Uh, yeah, I mean, at this point, there's just not a whole lot you could really know okay. about them uh, any much more than you already do. Okay, fair enough. Um, we completely forgot about recall he, knowledge. I mean, yeah, he looks like... Fire probably won't hurt him. <laughs> yeah, pro- pro- probably fire will not hurt him. Probably immune. Maybe just go ahead and skip that stuff. Just, yeah, let's assume that. All right, so uh, first uh, first things first, uh, t- uh, Dalren's going to focus that totem down. So with a 45 feet of movement, I can actually move, uh, actually not go around the Chiruka. I can actually go around the back of the tree. And as you go even from here to leave, that incredibly long tail winds around behind the breath and snatches at your leg as you go to leave that very first square. Huh. And his tail is going to strike out at you. This is an aggressive, so you got minus one. For a 28. Uh, that's a normal hit. Um, and it's going to trip you up and... enough to disrupt that move action. Uh, it is 
Also... Not actually trip, right? No. Going to hit you with enough force to deal 21 damage. <laughs> enough force, you say? This tail wraps <laughs> down and lashes up through you like a cracking whip. I feel my meniscus tear a little bit there. <laughs> so you lose that action and you take 21 damage. Ah. You fucking little monkey. Deal with you in a minute. Um, that was probably his only reaction, so let's run around again. The tail twists up towards you. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Oh boy! Wraps up me, picks me up, whams me <laughs> on the ground. Picks you up, beating you against the tree. Throws you 35 feet back. <laughs> so it'll take the rest of your actions to get to this. With 45 totem. feet of movement? Uh, 10, 20, 25, 30, 40. No, you can get there. Boom. And then kick that thing down. Wobble Fireman kicked. Boom. Uh, that's a 24. I don't know if that's going to do it, but I have a hero point here that says... Do I get a hero point? Or do you want to go with a 24? Uh, Are you hero points after you hear the result? It is not, no. Nope. No, yeah. no trust. No, that was mythic. Points. Ah, a 25. <laughs> 25 as you run up, without unable to get a bunch of momentum from the difficult terrain and this thing lashing out at you. Uh, you hit the totem and cock it a bit. You don't knock it over as you feel its gaze sort of refocus to you. Uh. <laughs> Resme. Um, Resme will see that Dalren's in trouble, but not really be able to do that much about it. Um, so she will focus uh, her energy on this troublesome monkey dragon thing. And uh, she will cast out again, targeting him, uh, Agitatus, and she'll cast Agitate on him. He is going to get a uh, 29 on his will save, question mark, right? Uh, yes. That's and that will succeed, um, but he will still be, um, he still Litchy. needs to move or take damage okay. uh, for the, his next turn. I think I one action left. Um, I will shield because <laughs> I don't like that thing. Oh boy, buddy. Visionative for a brief moment, completely blind again. <laughs> I'm going to move forward just slightly, five uh, the five feet, and then I'm going to shield up. <laughs> All right, you know what's going on. <laughs> I have no idea, but come I'm... at me, you heathens! <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Espes, you can tell that Buford clearly can't see what's happening. He's one more step in front of you. And oh, damn it! <laughs> <laughs> Not like I think it was that hunchback of Notre Dame guy. I'm free, I'm free! <laughs> anyway, um, so I'm going to move through this difficult terrain because my boots are cool, and I'm going to move right here to this corner of the totem, and oh, then okay. I'm going... Wherever the corner of the totem, the corner of the totem, totem, is. totem yeah. is, yeah. And then um, I'm going to hunted shot on him real quick. <laughs> Excuse me. Yeah. <laughs> so first shot is a twenty armor class. Twenty is going to glance off. He's not even looking in your direction, but it just deflects off of his wings. Okay. Him having uh, seemingly having as much protection as a proper dragon skull. Fair enough. And second attack is a twenty-seven. Twenty-seven will hit. Okay. Uh, for nine points of magical piercing damage. Okay. And then thieves tools. We go scratching at this thing. We go scratching at the thing. Trying desperately to rip it up. So thievery check. 
Yes. All right. Get your tools out. I did not have them prepared out. So oh, yeah, it's an interact to action to pull them. That's fine. One. So, yep. Okay. Don't you have a bandolier? I do, but they're not with thieves' tools. Okay. I don't think that's going to matter. So, the dragon thing, seeing you two run up to it, you reaching for something, Dalred just trying to slam into it, he just screeches out again uh, in Draconic, No! I am Jax! I will defeat you! And flies back over towards you. His maw open, tiny little Cheruka mouth, and flies straight into you, like using himself as a projectile, basically, to try to bite on. <laughs> I am part Shaft of this other polar <laughs> He was going to get a 39, 38 uh, he... common motions. Huh? 38 common motions. Ah, minus one. Then he only particularly crits me <laughs> instead of really critting me. He can uh, move an attack? That is two actions. No, yes. he doesn't have two actions. He does. He oh, that's does. right. He, he has, has to move as a part of one. He has that's only right. two actions. So he is going to bite down onto you for math. Math. 34 damage. Uh, and his, his tiny little jaws just rip through. Uh, him having some kind of unimaginable strength behind him. This thing puts the bar guest that you fought in the caves to shame mm. in pure physical power. And additionally, you take five fire damage. I'll take two, thank you. From the fire crackling inside his maw at all times. And as he just kind of bites onto you, he does only have two actions, so that's all he gets. Uh, this totem is going to... You're both equally close. It's going to fire at one of you. It's going to be Esvis. And as a blast comes down... Give me a 32 to hit you. That'll hit. Hey, oh, it doesn't critical. It doesn't critical. Fortitude save. Okay. Forta, 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 forta. Here. Uh, 22. 22 will fail, and you two are stricken completely blind. Dang it. Like, yep. So as you pull out your tools, this thing blasts, and the world just goes dark. The world is dark. Oh, God. And we, and are, we are alive. alive. Oh, it makes me so happy. <laughs> Rare. I'm caught in a little bit of a conundrum. I'm going to maintain calm emotions for now, and I'm going to spend two actions to come out to Buddy's side. And that'll be my turn for now. I'm gonna say, Buddy, hold still for a second. Hey, Dalren. You're not actually like physically grabbed or anything. He's just biting he's on just you. He's, he's, he's a, my he's a shoulder. small little like three and a half foot monkey. He's no bigger than a regular Jeruka, save for his wings and his enormous tail. Stupidly big tail. All right, uh, kind of pushing him away for a minute to to recenter myself from my bleeding injuries. One more time, and just try to shoulder this thing over. Just line it, please. Push it. That's my last hero point. Ooh, it's getting spooky. There's a spooky hero point. You gotta believe. Thank you, Robot Ghost. Thank you earlier. I'm also down to one. That makes you guys feel We're so sad for you. I've only got one villain point. Woo! That's a little better. What is that? That's a 26. 26. You're inching your way up there. Knock the totem over. 26 is what it takes to topple this pillar. 24. No, 25. No, 26. That's the tick. That's the tick. So as this falls over... Uh, Jax 
cries out in just a wordless flaming rage, little bits of gouts of flame coming out of his mouth. You can't just knock it over! <laughs> I'm so sad we can't all understand that. And you have two, yeah, this is draconic. And, and I have, have two, actions two actions left. left. Um, and now we knock you over. Uh, and I'm going to uh, five foot step away, and as I swing back, just bring the geese on around to slash across him. Get back here, you. Ah, that's only a 20. Oh, uh, yeah, 20, he's just going to dip under, because he's flying. He's off the ground. He'll just dip under like a little imp. Resume. Um, Resume, uh, seeing that, um, they're both dicing with this thing um, and are worried about Esvis, um, will uh, cast out Protectum and uh, give you resist fire. Thank you. Um, so you have five uh, points of fire resistance. Okay. Um, and then uh, she's gonna duck behind that tree because she doesn't like being near the fire. The Please fire no sucks. set on fire. Yeah. <laughs> Foreshadowing. Nice things. You uh, okay over there? Buford. Uh, I'm gonna wait. Uh, I've been told to wait, so I'm going to uh, freeze. My foot was in action, and I'm gonna freeze. Okay. Uh, <laughs> you wait till after rear ice him? Yep. Esmus, also now completely blind. You hear a massive cacophony as what's certainly the totem falling over. And you hear Dalren speaking Draconic, like apparently. You hear Draconic and this thing speaking Draconic at each other. Can I put a hand out for the totem and then walk my way up towards the skull? You could, but there's no way without being able to see you'd be able to make the thievery check to uh, mar the runes out properly. But it's at least not going to be able to fire while it's toppled. Uh, gosh, this... This sucks. Um, I'm gonna wait until I can see. I'm gonna hold until I can see, and then when the moment my vision comes back. <laughs> okay. So, Jax just calls out, No! You stupid! I'm mighty! And flies over to the head of the totem and stands it back up. <laughs> he pushes it back up. <laughs> I hate this shit. Flapping his little <laughs> wings with incredible strength, he flips it back up like it's a bowling pin, just riding it back up on the ground. And that's two actions. I got two. And the totem is going to blast Doran. Oh, God dang it. He gets back up and still shoots. For a 30. Uh, that's a normal hit. And he have a fortitude save. Uh, that's, uh, I'm out of hero points, so that's uh, 17. Okay, 17. I'm out of blindness cards, so the two halves of the table are going to have to I'll share. Just, I'll just read this one. You two are stricken completely blind. Okay. Rur. I'm not All flat-footed right. when I'm blind? You are actually not, no. I think actually, I think it says you are flat-footed, it takes. Uh, doesn't. Okay, well then, no, you're not. You just can't see anything. And, oh, everything's concealed from you is the, is the penalty. But you can still dodge really well, so Yeah, it okay. doesn't matter. You don't even want to see them dodge, and it's easy. So, I'm going to maintain the calm emotions. I have another six rounds left on that. Okay. And I'm going to look over to Buddy and his freshly blinded eyes, and I'm going to channel Restore Senses. You are literally not flat-footed. Wow, that's so weird. Okay, so as you pull out your magic here, what is Restore Senses? I attempt to counteract as if it was like a poison or something, but it's for a sense that is not naturally affected. Like if someone's naturally deaf or naturally blind, yeah. I can't cure that. Okay, so make it's a counteract check versus I imagine the DC of the effect. Mm -hmm. Okay. Same as a, a poison right. or a disease. That's a natural twenty. So. 
That's good because he so critically 32. failed, so he was blind for 24 hours. Yeah. So, wow! <laughs> With Rur's magic, Buford's vision returns once more. I once was blind. As you can see, some clearly blind elves dealing with a kind of off-kilter totem that doesn't seem to be set very firmly in the ground anymore. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say, buddy, smack you on the back, get him. They have one action left, I assume. No. Concentrate two action. All right, concentrate. Buford. I'm gonna sprint towards the totem. I get about almost to it. Two, I am three, a speedy four, man. 20, 10, 20. You get right to it. You get right to it, yeah, and then you, you get a third action to knock it over. Well, well no, 10, 20, 10, 20. 20. Yeah, oh, you don't have 25 movement. You, you, you just get have to it 20, with, yeah. uh, with the full move. I am a slow man. So I am... Oh, you are you are flat-footed because everything is hidden to you. And that's a subset of being hidden to you, is that you're flat-footed. Oh. It has to make the take shifting Okay, okay. I was like, that doesn't make any sense, but okay. But yeah, that's right. So, Dalren. Um, so, Dalren's blind, but the totem didn't... He saw where the totem was, and it yeah. doesn't it's move. very large. You could absolutely just knock it over again. Um, so, I'm going to flip the geese arm sideways, <laughs> and I'm going to push towards the totem where I feel it click when I hit it, and then I'm just going to lever that thing this back down. Be, no! You <laughs> can't just keep knocking totem over! <laughs> Well, let's see what the dice say. Well, let's see what the dice say. I don't know. Maybe I can't. Oh, not if I roll like that, I can't. That's the fourth five in a row. It is. I think this die is tired. I think this die needs to go Do there. Do not pass go. If you're tired, you go to jail. Yeah, that's kind of a bad thing, isn't it? So what is I feel like a jerk. It's a tired jail. Yeah, so that, that was uh, I was only a 19 to push it yeah, over. Yeah, 19, you find it as a first action. Right, now, I, it's, a, it's a shoving, basically. So you're going to have a minus five on this, because it's still attack traded. Shoves the knock this thing over. Oh, it's a shove. Oh, that's so sad. Huh. Hey, you, you spent your first action finding it. Now you're there. Just roll Please. good. I mean, I let her. I literally have nothing better to Please. do. Roll well, good. <laughs> Natural twenty. See. Believe in the me that oh, in you. He flips the totem back over the other way. <laughs> and as it lands down in the mud again, you hear a pretty resounding crack as it collapses, and you can see uh, for a moment the smoke coming out of it kind of wavers a bit. I don't see a dang thing. Yeah, uh, to those of you who are not completely blind. At least you have one action. You can definitely tell, I mean, this this is a shrieking, yelling Charuka. You know he's right next to you. Uh, but you are blind. Um, so I'm going to step away from you shrieking. step because all terrain is difficult terrain. I will stop. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing, Aaron? <laughs> I'm just gonna swing that dang thing. Tails go get you! <laughs> it really is. I was oh like, God. well, in that case, I'll. Wait, Wait a, a minute. minute. <laughs> <laughs> Give me a minus 10. Just roll another 20. I can just roll another 20. Just try to catch him. Uh, but uh, can you see him and check first, I'm assuming? Yeah. Yes, he's needing 11. Uh, that is not an 11. Alright, so you just blindly kind of sweep in his general direction. Resume. Um, Resme will kind of poke out and go, oh good, it's down again, and uh, cast a magic missile on that on on the flying monkey thing because she wants to distract it and she okay. would like it to be hurt. Can you see it from where you are? Yeah, so yeah, I'm just gonna step come back. Out. You guys step back out, then you can do two magic missiles. Yeah, yeah. I'll do two magic missiles. So, Pew! Forty-four. 
And I'll make that little noise because it's important. Yes. The pew pew is very important to the casting of the magic missile. You can't do a magic missile without pew pew. Could you imagine pew pewing enough times for like a ninth level magic missile? Pew 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 You've been waiting a moment. You can hear Dalren swooping. You hear the totem fall over the other direction. You hear this creature shrieking and draconic. He's very upset. You can't see anything, though. I'm just going to drop my bow, draw my rapier, and then that's an interact action, so... Yeah. Okay. So if he has attack of opportunity... He does not have normal attack of opportunity. Okay. No. So, and then I'm just going to, like, you know what? I hear something hitting somewhere. And just try and stab yeah, buddy. <laughs> you hear that the creature is not in melee range of you. I mean, he's talking. Okay, he's vocal. Oh, okay. Then like, never mind. Um, ah, oh, what the heck? Uh, well, but I've got the thieves' tools in one hand. No, I guess I'm just gonna sit here like a bump on a log. <laughs> like, buddy, help! <laughs> Sucks. <laughs> I enjoy a hood over my eyes, but this is ridiculous. And uh, as you say that, how long is your? How much longer is this? This is last round of. It's a minute, right? It's, so a, whole it's a whole minute. It's like ten rounds. So he was just going to. He's savage in an enraged fury into Dalren here. He is very. He's going to be slowed for as long as calm emotions is. Okay. He's going to be. He's very upset, and he just lays into you. Not that you can see it. To defend yourself, flat-footed as you are. And he would finally feel a slight tinge of something in his no. brain. No. <laughs> going to. Uh, he will be enfeebled, and I will get some resistance. Uh, you're gonna get resistance, so like you gotta hit him first. But uh, I don't think that'll be a problem. Uh, it's gonna have a 25 versus five foot on the first swing. Wow, 25? Really? That's okay. Yeah, that's a normal hit. He just normally hits me. Okay, and then <laughs> surprise. and then yeah, he is gonna take eight less damage from from this, and then he is going to be enfeebled as well. So he is going to whack you for nine, 18 damage. So 10 after Buddy's resistance, and then. Seven fire. Okay, so four fire. Get mileage out of that desert elf. And then he is going to swipe with a claw, now somewhat enfeebled for math as his attack modifier. It's going to be a 20, also common motions, 22. 22 miss. I'm flat footed. Just 22 hits. 22 flat footed. And then he's going to sweep one more claw at a. attack enfeebled. Minus 13. Minus his agile, so it's minus 11. Is just gonna completely go wide, yeah. It was a natural one. That's just like stop. I, I think he's still slow, unless it was Truka screaming. Uh, Truka screaming. screaming, okay. This yeah. is two actions. Yep, you go. Uh, but that claw is going to catch you for 14 after the enfeebled. Dalren's looking a little punch drunk and woozy. He probably can't take another hit like that. The totem is still in the ground. And uh, those of you who can see this creature, you can see it go into a frenzy as it attacks. That was only two actions for those three swings. Wow. Uh, well, currently, Dalren's taking quite the beating. Like I do. And He's also more than 30 feet away. He is more than 30 feet away, but that doesn't matter if I stop concentrating. So we're going to stop concentrating. The minus one's not worth he Dalren falling down. He somehow becomes even angrier. <laughs> <laughs> that was calm, guys. That was calm, dragon guy. <laughs> so, I'm going to pump a two-action heal into you using reach. I'll take it. Thank you. 
45. Thank you. To 47. Ooh. I have three never been that 10 low. plus 24 is really nice. Buddy, you're at two. Ooh, I was at that two. That was the bad times. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, those damage rolls were pretty bad. That was pretty rough. Uh, so I'm just going to move around to the other guy because I didn't actually see anybody get tripped. So I move all the way over to try and Wait, get... Around by Dalrin or around by Espus? Uh, around by Dalrin. And as you uh, come to move through here, he is going to... Yeah, you didn't see the tripping happen. You were already blind by that point. Uh, but the tail is going to come twisting out, still enfeebled. Um, that's going to be my last villain point for Bruning B. Reduce this two on the die. This tail comes wrapping out around four. Is that another two? Uh, no, that's still a single bit. It's still awful. It only went slightly up. I'm positive it was negative. I'm doing mental math very, very slowly. 23. I did not. I, I I see it just at the last moment and do a little, like, hop, skip, get out of the way. Oh, that's square dancing. <laughs> clank, clank, clank. <laughs> and you move up to him. Uh, and then I'm going to just have, and I'm just going to do a kind of, uh, actually a hammer down, try and get him out of the air. Stop! <laughs> and then, because I uh, was coming, I was going to give it to Dalaran when I came back around, uh, but I forgot, so I'll do it now before I forget again, because so much stuff happens in a round. Handsome Ganker! Another! A heroic point for a heroic deed to Dalaran, oh, and I'm you. reminded... Because uh, Sage Lightspeed also just redeemed another one for Dalren. Oh nice. So, nice. Thank you, Chad. Thank you, Chad. Oh, thank you. You're not allowed to be at zero. It's illegal. Get hero points. SOB, save our barbarian. All right. Uh, so that is a 29. A 29 will hit. And then that's for uh, nine, uh, 13. Okay. And then I'm going to shield. And it was, uh, remind it me was the name. Sage Lightspeed and Handsome Ganker. I like both of those people. Mm -hmm. And now Dalren's still blinded. It is your turn. Very inconsistent. This is very annoying. <laughs> no idea what you're feeling. You're being ripped apart, burned, and then just healed, and you can't see anything. <laughs> this is like the weird, weirdest, surrealist yeah. nightmare. He's got chest level on your right. Uh, a little bit, a little bit higher than chest level now. Nope. Yep. Uh, yep. Yep. Right about there. Right. Straight down. <laughs> Wham. <laughs> Concealment. Fail. Try it again. Let's try it again. Conceal it. Pass. All right, and it is minus five. Because the swing does stuff. Natural baloney. Oh, baby. <laughs> he gets a little detector in there, feels some wing, and then comes back down with a mighty strike. It's just like feeling out the uh, the totem. You had, to, you had to find him, and then... <laughs> okay, that's uh, eight, eight, six, eight, 32 lightning damage with the critical. Oh, a small sonic boom is heard in the background. So this massive hit, Buford, you'd see this thing smacked almost to the ground before it flaps again to pull itself back up. Uh, clearly injured, but not severely. Um, I'm still blind. I don't know whether I've hit this thing. I think that... you can probably feel that you hit the dragon. Okay, that's like, good. You can definitely tell that you're hitting it. Let's uh, let's try it again. I've got third action, and i got literally nothing left roll to do with it. Roll concealment, then roll under 20. Concealment fails. Uh, so you, just, you got one good one in there. If, if you fling at the pin pinata enough times. <laughs> resume. Um, I'm going to take uh, one move action uh, to come toward it. Okay, so five... 1525. And um, then uh, she will focus in on it and uh, cast Agitate um, and attempt to take actions away from it. Stop doing things <laughs> that I don't like. 
Okay, well, let me see. We'll save Arena. Uh, what's the range on Agitate? Um, it is 30, but I have Reach. Reach is another action. It's three actions to cast a Reach spell. Oh, that's true. Um, yeah, I can I have hit it from where I was? Uh, yeah, you could you could Reach spell it from where you are. What spell are you cast? Agitate. Agitate. Oh, yeah. So you won't move. You'll just do the Reach. Yeah, I'll just do the Reach. And we'll end up with a 31 as the will save. Um, that will not critically succeed, so it will still be for one turn. It has to move or take damage. All right, Still blind. Yep. This sucks. <laughs> you can hear fighting and Buford yelling and smashing and shrieking, but you can't see anything. Such is life. Um, is there like a way I can, I don't know, try to crush the the totem head or something? Like I need to do some kind of you damage to it. You just start hitting it with your rapier. Yeah, I might as well. Please I'm just gonna, to I'm just gonna drop the bow, draw the rapier, and just try and just start stabbing the okay. stupid you, thing. You just. Oh, it actually does have an AC. You do have to hit it. You have to get solid hits. Well, I also have to pass concealment. You have so. to pass concealment and whack it. All right, so concealment first I think attack. It's sentient and shielded. So interact. Okay. Hey, Blinken. So pass. Okay. <laughs> Hold the reins, man. And that is a twenty-eight armor class. Twenty-eight will hit. Give me one of these back. You can't crit it because object. What's the like most damage you could do? Uh, the most damage I can do to it if I roll max is 14. So as you hit it with this first strike, you can tell as your rapier just kind of is shunted off by this enchanted wood. There's no chance you're going to do any damage to his rapier. As can as someone help? <laughs> and just, just sheath. And this uh, creature now as it gets battered by you, Flaps back a little bit, swells up and blows another massive gout of fire oh, across. Oh, I had forgotten about that. Sorry. You and Buford. <laughs> you take that mental damage. He is going to take the mental damage, but he's also going to give you some hotness. He I is. Some reflex saves from the two of you. Do I have a penalty to this? No. I hear the. I'm like, oh, I know it's coming. Oh, I, know, I know what he's doing. <laughs> Isn't flat? Put it a penalty to That's your reflex. That's just armor class. Huh. Uh, 18. I didn't roll well. That's a 17. Okay, so uh, both of you are going to fail, but neither of you is going to critically fail. So and you have that you right. you get that to You gave that to me. You that to oh, that's right. Yeah, I, yeah, I was like, uh, yeah. No, can't give it to you. Don't like you. He's, he's in Paris. Give you both take 32 fire damage. Oh, I will take 29. And it is going to take some mental damage. It kind of tweaks a bit from not moving. Very agitated. Very agitated. What? Oh, it needs to take damage? Okay. Yes. Uh, I need... Do I keep these stupid things around? There they are. Thank you. Ah. That'll be rude. Uh, it's going to take 12 damage. Ooh, okay. Hot. Well, I'm going to walk my happy little self on over here onto not overgrown territory. Okay. Which is one movement. And then, from there, seeing that gout of flame wash over the sort of freshly healed Dalrin, not really doing too well still, I'm going to do the exact same thing and blow a normal heal. Continue living. 
quite as good, but still good. 42. I'll take it, yeah. He goes to... I'm up to 60. Nice. Thank you. I need more D6s. Oh, buddy. Still blind. Oh, you got blind. You got you. I know what you want from me. Okay, I'm going to go smack him uh, poorly. I'm going to smack him poorly. I'm going to smack him again. So that was a three sure. on the dice. Oh, yeah, okay. Probably not hitting on the three on the dice. Okay, that was a eight on the dice, so okay, technically so that's the same the same role. as the first three originally. And I guess I will uh, raise my shield. Just, <laughs> just, just taking some dice. swipes. Taking some swipes. Dalren. Um, so, uh, Dalren, being a little frustrated with the fact that he's kind of having a hard time seeing where this guy is, he's just going to channel the lightning up and just blast a bolt of lightning out through that square where through I remember the, he into was. Through the tree behind him. He's going to make a reflex save. He's going to get a 17, actually. That's a fail, so he'll take full damage. Uh, so that's going to be... He breathe on you? No, you breathe on him. 15, 20 lightning damage just from that. And... Dragon's Rage Breath does not have the attack trait. No, it does not. He so, can do the same thing if he had enough attacks. So I'm going to third action. I'm going to take that geese arm and just try to spear him again. Give me that concealment. Dang it. No, it's not. Right, resume. He's, uh, at this point, after that massive lightning blast, he blows fire on Dora to Dora and blows lightning back. <laughs> he is starting to look a little crispy. He's looking a little burnt. He's fairly injured now. He's finally starting to show it. 117 damage in. He's starting to look a bit wounded. Um, Resme uh, can only do so much from as far away uh, as she is, so she's just going to do what she knows best, and she's going to drop a triple magic missile on him. <laughs> Please, stop. Please, stop. <laughs> Please stop hurting my friends. All right, and then while you, uh, while you roll out damage, Esmus... All that, that, that thing you're, you're doing, uh, that breathing, I need you to Christ stop. You're Christ for help, are You hear incantations and spells from her behind you, but you are still completely blind. I'm just gonna sit down. Just, <laughs> just gonna, just, just, as, as just gonna willingly just sit down, like, cross his arms with his thieves' tools in his hand, just like, thanks everyone, like, thanks hey, a lot. <laughs> he can take. Come towards damage. my voice, no. and then the crazy thing is next to you. Yay. <laughs> He's just gonna pout. End of turn. All right, so I'm this pouting. Point. I'm gonna sit and two action pout. <laughs> <laughs> That's very powerful. Now, severely Pouting. injured as these missiles crash into him, he turns around and flies over, uh, hissing out in draconic, Your magic is nothing! The hawk consume you! And opens his mouth. They come flying straight at you like you've done before. And it kind of stops a second and closes it again. No, I consume you! And then just flies forward again with his mouth open. And uh, he's going to get a 32 to munch you. He crits. He's going to bite the little cleric in the background for 44 plus 12 fire. So for 56 damage. Oh my god. There's this thing that's a little bigger than you, flies into you and just bites down with just crunching right through whatever he bites into, almost with no resistance. This thing's strength is unfathomable given its tiny body. The totem is still knocked over. And Rur, it's your turn. Are you okay? I'm not down. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm not dead. All right. Well, I think just mostly dead. I'm gonna divine lance him directly in his face. <laughs> I like it. No, better idea. 
give me a will save. What are you casting? Command. Okay. Command, please stop. Leave. Let's do it. Go away. Go, go back over in front of him and sit down. <laughs> he is going to get a 34. He critically succeeds. He's very angry. And then... I'm going to... Battle medicine myself. Okay. <laughs> just pull out something and please. Yeah, we just, we just normal failed, right? Yeah, we you normal did, failed. normal failed. Wow. This is a I'm going for expert. This is a hell of a try. Man. It's okay. You're actually, you're almost near the end of it. Critically okay. succeed on the battle medicine. You're pretty close. You've only got about uh, 596 more rounds of blindness. Okay. Awesome. All right. Great. Good. Great. Five. Oh yeah, I have to roll two more. Seven. Seventeen. Twenty-seven. <laughs> All right. Brought myself. You up. and your stupid vision. Get other senses, nerd. Actually, I better. Two. Thanks. I think it's one hundred ninety-five at this point. And that is. You better keep careful track. All right. So is. <laughs> Heals himself in the face of this thing. I'm channeling the peak I don't the need magic like, to heal this. I can bandage this faster than you can <laughs> <laughs> Funny, you see this thing rocket off towards Rer and rip into it. And I will... Esmus, you probably hear the screaming behind you. That what? sounds painful. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to sprint over as much as I can. Give me two actions to get to him. And then I'm going to... I actually want to get next to Rur. I want to get next to 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 Rur. That's so that might be twenty-five. You can do it in two actions to get next to. Oh, okay, okay. And then I'm gonna raise my shield. Okay, <laughs> bring up to him. Throw your shield up. Don't run. You hear everyone flee away from you. Ah. All right. Well, I'm not gonna let you get away that easily. Is he really loud? Can I maybe follow loud? He's, he's screaming. Rur is screaming. Buddy is clanking and probably <laughs> screaming. Uh, you can definitely hear it. So ten. Yeah. So yeah, I, I have to go around the, the totem, right? Thirty. Uh, ten. I'll go diagonal. Okay. Thirty. Thirty, and then, and then uh, forty. Forty. And then you can tell you're probably right next to him from there. I'm probably right next to him. Okay. Huh. The lightning breath works really well. Rur's totally there. I don't know if I know he's there. <laughs> you know you I'm in the area. You're screaming vaguely that direction from Rur and Buddy and the demon Charuka dragon. Okay. All right, I'll just try to hit him, I guess. Wait, can I say just a quick thing? Yeah. Blast him again! <laughs> oh, Rur says blast. He must be in a safe location. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you can use that. Turns it uh, I can use it as often as I want to, but if I've used it uh, at all in the last minute, it only does half damage. Oh, uh, okay, fair enough. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Reflex right, so saves. Reflex save for Rur and the Chiruka Dragon. DC What's 22. Oh, I fail. That's fine. Oh, sorry. He uh, also fails. Uh, well, he's going to get uh, 10 lightning damage blast, both of you. Sorry. No, that's fine. And there's this little kind of... <sighs> Like half effort, you can all see much less power rippling forth from this blast. Rips. It only goes half range, too. Jacks. This blast does seem to be enough to finally 
send him spiraling out of the air. See, what you couldn't see is he looks very hurt. <laughs> <laughs> and down to the ground. He looked very hurt. And that smashing into him, we'll call that the straw that broke the camel's back there. Oof. Oh my god. And Jax finally drops. I... I hate these things. Why can't we just go back to Acreville in peace? When we want to find them, we can't find them to save our lives. When we don't want to find them, they pop up like... literally everything. <laughs> there's a totem. You optimized how many things you could run into on your way back to Acreville. I'd like to see now. I don't hear any more bad grammar in Draconic, so I think he's down. You got him. Yeah, uh, we got him. Excellent. I can't cure that blindness, though. It's, so... it's going to be around at least until tomorrow. Oh, are you serious? <laughs> I can only get buddies. And Why the, do I even have the monocle on? As the sounds of the battle <laughs> do finally fall quiet around you. It's difficult you to wait, see. And a few minutes pass. Yeah, you see you've no signs of your sight returning. Espa still just sat on the ground grumpy near the totem. A day? Dalren. And there's no telling, but it will for sure be until I can at least prepare a spell again. But I can cure both of you. I suppose we'll have to camp here then. Guys, do we? We can totally give a spitball at them, and they won't know it's us. I can hear you. (laughs) This is blindness, not deafness. Resme, you have thieves' tools, right? Yeah. Would you please mar the runes? Nope. (laughs) Why not? Because I can't. I'm not good enough. We've gone over this. No, we really. It's just face down in the in the brush. It can't see us. It's fine. Donald will feel his way back over to where the totem is and just sit on it. <laughs> Make sure no one else goes by and picks it up. <laughs> As we end here, P. Fred Zero, a hero, points at Esvis. He looks like he needs it. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, P. Fred Zero. And we end today's adventure well, having survived a battle. But with half the party blind, though they may not know at the very moment, for the next hour on a failed save, <laughs> it's going to be a minute oh until God. that sight comes back to you. And despite Resme's best efforts, if she may even try, she just does not know enough. She's not skilled enough at thievery no. to mess up these rooms. There's no she way. Just, I'm just gonna. I'm mostly gonna do stuff like this, where like I kind of do something at their ear, and they have no clue what just it was. Get a and little they think it's a like, fly and stick and poke exactly. in the ear from far away. Geese arm. <laughs> I'll get that bug. <laughs> Start that, breathing lightning, lightning in random directions. <laughs> With that, Chet, we're gonna end today's adventure through the bloggy expanse, having had a journey that happened. <laughs> But having certainly become all the stronger for it is when your vision does finally return and you're able to rest, you are all level seven. <gasps> yep. So take this level, become stronger. And learn to fly again. And we'll make it to Acrevel next week. Thank you for hanging out, everybody. Thank you for being here. Rur is incredibly excited about his level I get up. a reaction spell. Yay! Yay! Reactions. Good night, everyone. We'll see y'all next week.